Speak life over us and let's encourage one another and always flow in love. And Father, I thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Lord, I thank you for the Breakfast Bible Club. I thank you for Diamonds of Promise Ministry. I thank you, Lord God, for everyone here. I thank you, Lord God, for the spirit of unity. I thank you, Father, for moving through the word as we're on our journey, oh God, to read from Genesis to Revelations. I give you the glory, Lord God. I ask that you bless everyone's phone line. I ask that you bless everyone's spirit here. I ask that you increase in us spiritually, Lord God. Help us to love one another and not judge each other. Help us to show love with our words and also with our actions. Help us to have more of you and less of us. Father, I thank you for all the revelation that you show us. And we're all in different places. We're all in different processes. But God, you speak to us individually. So Lord, I just give you the glory for that. And I ask that you continue to speak to everyone here. Increase us. Help us to break away from the traditions and the rudiments of men. And to be able to hear your word today. As we read your holy word, help us, O oh God, stretch out into us and draw those, O oh God, to this line that hunger and thirst for truth, for righteousness, and to hear the word of God. All is welcome here on this line, and Lord, I just ask that you continue to bless this line. And Father, I lift up everyone here. We thank you for this wonderful day. We are now entering into a new season, into fall, and we thank you, Lord God, that you have changed the seasons. We thank you for all of the wonderful seasons, all of the life that you have created, all of the beauty in our land. And Father, I ask that you will continue to bless our spirits today. Anyone that is feeling low, anyone that is feeling heavy, Lord, I ask that you lift any heaviness, break every spirit of religion and tradition, sorrow, grief, any spirits of depression, drive them away from this line. Father, any spirits that speak to us, any evil spirits that minister to our hearing, any spirit of division and anger, Father, anyone that is contemplating suicide, Father, I pray that you would break those demonic strongholds, break those evil spirits from our hearing, from ministering to our hearing. Father, let everyone know on this line they are wonderfully and fearfully made, that everyone on this line has a, has a purpose. You have a plan and a purpose for their lives. Let no one leave this earth prematurely. Father, without walking out that plan and purpose that they were born to do. Lord, I speak life and I break every stronghold through the blood of Jesus against anyone here on this line. Father, release your care. Cover each and every person. Nothing is too hard that you can't solve it. No problem is too heavy that you can't lift it. Father, lift every burden here. I feel burdens, God. Lift them. Lift every Lord. care, every concern, That's no matter right. if it's financial, emotional, mental, whatever it is. It may be. Father, put a hedge of protection around your people. Break every demonic stronghold of monitoring, every demonic stronghold of monitoring evil spirits today. Father, release deliverance over those ladies calling in from 211 and first call for help. Diamonds of promise. Father, heal, touch, and deliver. Father, release healing over them, God. Those that are coming out of domestic violence, those that are coming out of human trafficking, those that are coming out of prostitution, those that are coming out. They are coming out. They are coming out, oh God. Father, provide healing. Provide peace. 
those that are coming out, God, from um, from incest, those that are coming out of FGM, bring awareness to this cultural practice. You never instructed for women to be circumcised, God. Break this evil cultural practice. Break the effects of it on the bodies of those women that cry out to you to produce children. Father, remember, 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 oh God, those that are coming out of prisons, mental prisons, physical prisons, prison walls, God. Bless, heal, deliver, provide housing for those that are coming out, God. Give them a second chance, Lord God, at a new start. Father, break those demonic cycles that have repeat offenders. Have them going back. Some are even going back because they can't even function in the society. Father, break those demonic chains. Father, increase their spirit. Let them know that repentance is here. Repentance is free. Help them to repent. Father, show us how to repent. Forgive us for sin. Open up doors that we can move forward. Bless those in the shelters, God. Bless those that are coming out of any trauma. Protect us from evil and harm today. Release your angels to cover us, to guide us today. Break every drug addiction. Break every alcohol addiction. Break every pornography addiction. Break any unhealthy addictions that lay layer sin and sin upon the people. Break them in the name of Jesus. Break the chains. Break the strongholds in the name of Jesus so that our lives will be lived as blessed, God. Help us, oh God, to stand up and take account for anything that we're doing, God. Help us, God, to remove those things from our lives and live in a positive way. Let us know the negative effects of sin. Lord, I thank you, Lord. I ask that you will heal the land. Remove every negative image from the portals of anyone's mind today. Heal those broken places. Touch those hurting places. Release your healing over those places. Hold the people, oh God, in your arms, God. Let them feel your love. Let them feel that they matter. All lives matter. Hallelujah. Lord, I ask that you would break every word curse spoken over anyone here today. Release victory today. Victory today. We are the head and not the tail. Above and not beneath. We are blessed going in and blessed going out. We are blessed in the city. We are blessed in the field. And that simply means wherever we live, we are blessed. I decree and declare it now over us. Victory is our middle name. Victory is our middle name. It is so in the name of Jesus. Father, bind up every negative evil word spoken over anyone here. Return to sender every demonic word. Return to sender. Oh, God, Father, release blessings. Release healing over us, oh God. And by your stripes, Jesus, we are healed. Our bodies are healed. Our minds are healed. We thank you in advance for driving out all sickness, disease, pain, and infection. Leave this line now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for healing. Today is the day. Father, dry up every cancer cell. We lift up Sister Linda and anyone else, God, that has gotten a negative report over their health. Jesus, you are still healing. We trust in you. We believe in you. Break the demonic chains, Lord God. Heal the sickness. Heal the sin. Father, bring them to repentance of this result of sin. We thank you, Lord, for healing in advance. Thank you for blessing our homes, our jobs, our children, our children's children, God. Down to thousand generations. Bless our children. Heal our children. Direct their steps, Father. Lead them and guide them, oh God. Release angels. Angels of safety around our children, our young children, our adult children. Release safety from predators, safety from online predators, 
safety from physical predators. Father, bless them on their way home from school, on their way to school. Lord, touch our adult children in college. Release your blessings and favor over them. Give them what they need, Father. Strengthen them in the name of Jesus. Father, bless our transportation. We make it from point A to point B safely wherever we go. I just decree and declare it now. We cancel all accidents and incidents today. We are safe, Joshua 1 and 9, wherever we go. And, Lord, I thank you. Whatever means of transportation it is, a bus, car, plane, train, lift, Uber, uh, whatever it is, oh, God, bicycle, whatever it is, a boat, it is covered by the blood of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord God for today. And Lord, I thank you for blessing every godly marriage. Cancel out the assignment of divorce. Bless those marriages with love, healing, understanding, peace, togetherness, and faithfulness. Jesus be the center of those unions. Bless those that are single and looking for a spouse with someone equally yoked. Strengthen them, God. Let them continue to hold on to you. Be the center in those unions. And bless those that are single and satisfied with being alone. Father, Bring them to put their hands to do something for you, to bring you glory. And, Lord, keep them from sexual sins and falling into temptations. But put a hedge of protection around us. Whatever state that we are in, we give you glory. We give you glory for whatever state we are in. Lord, save the lost in our communities. Remove the scales from their eyes. Remember our cities, our countries, United States of America, Jamaica, Spain, Puerto Rico, France. Hallelujah, Africa, Saudi Arabia, good morning, Japan, Lord God, China, all of our countries, bless them, release revival. We need you, God, like never before. We need you, God, send forth revival. And remember our finances. Break the spirit of poverty from anyone here listening into this prayer. Break the spirit of lack. Release cars, houses, meet every need, God. All of our bills are paid. Our rent is paid. Our mortgage is paid. We have more than enough. We have food in our cabinets and in our refrigerator, healthy food. All of the repairs are made in our home. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for blessing our finances. We thank you, Lord, for covering our finances today. Today, oh God, we are moving into a place of abundance. I speak it over the line in the name of Jesus. And Lord, remember every essential worker. Increase our discernment, and your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And it is in all these blessings i ask in the mighty name of jesus it is so and we claim it today breakthrough it is so and it is so god bless everyone in jesus name it is so blessings blessings Blessings. all right spider fang if you just heard the breakfast bible club we'll be coming more and more to you on a daily, if I remember to record Breakfast Bible Club, you can join uh, live um, here or you could join live at 425-666-4796. That's 425-666-4796. That's the phone line. God, bl- God bless and have a productive, blessed, blessed day. Excuse me. Bye. Spotify Anchor, this is uh, the Breakfast Bible Club with Pastor Lane. So with that being said, um, we invite the Holy Spirit to flow through the call. And let's grab some coffee, tea, or water if we choose 
and let's get started. And again, welcome everyone to the Breakfast Bible Club, Numbers chapter 1, verses 29 through 54. And if Sister Lisa is on the line, she cannot please uh, take the floor. Good morning, Breakfast Bible Club, Buenos Dias. Breakfast Bible Club, Club Bibico, Bebe Ayuno. Today I'm going to read from the Holy Bible. Hoy voy a leer de la Sangrada Biblia. Numbers capítulo, Numbers chapter 1, verses 28 through 54. 50, yeah, 54. Um, Numbers capítulo 1, versos 29 al 50. And um, if anyone would like to read, follow where I'm reading from, I'm at transcripture.com. If you'd like to read along with me, si a alguien le gustaría asigur de donde estoy leyendo, transcriptur.com. And we're going to start with uh, verse 29. 54,400 of the tribe of Zakar were numbered. 20 los de ellos de la tribu del Azakar, 54,400. 29, no, 30. The generations of the son of Zebulun were numbered by their families and their father's houses. Every male of 20 years and older who was able to go to war. 30. De los hijos de Zebulun por sus generaciones por sus familias, por las casas de sus padres, conforme a la cuenta de los de sus nombres. De 20 años arriba, todos los que podían salir a la guerra. 31. 57,400 of the tribe of Zebulun were numbered. 31. Los cotados de ellos de la tribu de Zebulon. 57,000 y 400. 32. The generations of the son of Joseph were numbered by their families and their father's house. Every male of 20 years and older and over every male of 20 years old and over who was able to go to war. 32. De los hijos de José, de los hijos de Ifán, por sus generaciones, por sus familias, por las casas de sus padres, conforme a la cuenta de los nombres. De viento años arriba, todo lo, todo, 
los que podían salir al hogar. 34. The generations of the sons of Messiah were numbered by their families and their fathers' houses, every male of 20 years old and over who was able to go to war. 34. De los hijos de Manseses, por sus generaciones, por sus familias, por las casas de sus padres, conforme a la cuenta de los nombres de 20 años arriba, todo lo que podían salir a la guerra. 35. 32,200 of the tribe of Messiah todos cantaros de los de ellos de la tribu de Mases treinta y dos mil y doscientos thirty-six the generations of the sons of Benjamin were numbered by their families and their fathers' houses every male of twenty years old and over who was able to go to war treinta y seis de los hijos de Benjamin, por sus generaciones, por sus familias, por las casas de sus padres, conforme a la cuenta de los nombres de 20 años arriba, todos los que podían salir a la cuerda. 37. 35,000. 400 of the tribe of Benjamin were numbered. 37. Los costados de ellos de la tribu de Benjamin. 35,000 y 400. 400, perdón. 38. The generations of the son of Dan were numbered by their families and their father's houses. Every male of 20 years old, 20 years and over, who was able to go to war. 38. De los hijos de Dan, por sus generaciones, por sus familias, por las casas de sus padres, conforme a la cuenta de los nombres de 20 años arriba todos los que podían salir a la cuerda 39 of the tribe of Dan were numbered 39 los contados de ellos de la tribu de Dan 62,000 
40. The, gen the generations of the son of Asher were numbered by their families and their father's houses. Every male of 20 years old and over who was able to go to war. Cuarenta. De los hijos de Aser por sus generaciones por sus familias, por las casas de sus padres, padres conforme a la cuenta de los nombres de 20 años arriba, todos los que podían salir a la guerra. 41. 41,500 of the tribe of Asher were numbered. Los cotaros de ellos de la tribu de Aser, cuarenta y uno mil y quinientos. Forty-two. The generations of the son of Nefatu were numbered by their families and their father's houses. Every male of twenty years and older and over who was able to go to war. Cuarenta y dos de los hijos de Nef por sus generaciones, por sus familias, por las casas de sus padres, conforme a la cuenta de los nombres de veinte años arriba, todos los que podían salir a la, a la guerra. Forty-three. 53,400 of the tribe of Neph were numbered. Los contados de ellos de la tribu de Nefit, 53,000 y 400. 44. These are they who were numbered by Moses and Aaron and by the 12 chiefs of Israel one from every tribe. Cuarenta y cuatro. Estos fueron los contados, los cuales contaron Moises y Aaron con los principales de Israel, que eran dos, un por cada casa, de sus padres. 45. All those who were numbered of the children of Israel by their families, all those of 20 years old and over who were able to go to war. 45. Y fueron todos los contados de los hijos de Israel por las casas de sus padres de bien 20 años arriba todos los que podían salir a la guerra en Israel 46 were 600 and, and 3550 46 fueron 
todos los contados de ciento tres mil quinientos y cincuenta. Forty-seven. But the Levites of the tribe of their fathers were not numbered among them. Cuarenta-siete. Pero los levitas no fueron contados entre ellos según atribuido de sus padres. Forty-eight. For the Lord said to Moses, Cuarenta-ocho, cuarenta-y-ocho, porque hablo Jehová a Moises diciendo, Forty-nine. Only the, only the tribe of Levi is not to be numbered among the children of Israel. Cuarenta y nueve. Solamente no contras la tribu de Levi, ni tomarás la cuenta de ellos entre los hijos de Israel. Fifty. But... To them you are to give the care of the tent of the meeting with its vessel and everything in it. They are to take up the tent and be responsible for everything to do with it and put and put up their tents around it. Cincuenta. Mas tu podras a los Levitas en el tabernáculo del testimonio y sobre todos sus pasos y sobre todas las cosas que él pertenecen ellos levarán el tabernáculo y todos sus pasos y ellos deberán ser virían en el y asentarían sus tiendas alrededor del tabernáculo. 51. And when the tent of meeting goes forward, the Levites are to take it down. And when it is to be put up, they are to do, they are to do it. Any strange person who comes near it is to be put to death. 50. Y, uno. y cuando el tabernáculo partiere los levetas lo desemarán y cuando el tabernáculo parere los parere los levitas lo amar amare y el extraño que se legare morir Fifty two. The children of Israel are to put up their tents, every man in his tent circle around his flag. Cincuenta y dos. Y los hijos de Israel asentarían sus tiendas, cada una en sus escudras a cada uno junto a sus bandadas por sus cadrillas. Cadrillas. 53. But the tent of the Levites 
are to be are to be round the tent of meetings, so that wrath may not come to the children of Israel. The tent of meetings is to be in the care of the Levites. Cincuenta y tres, mas loditas asentarían las soyas alrededor del tabernáculo del testimonio y no habrá ir sobre la congregación de los hijos de Israel y los levitas tendrán la cuarta del tabernáculo del testimonio en el last verse 54 the children of Israel did as the Lord had given orders to Moses. Cincuenta y cuatro, y hicieron los hijos de Israel conforme a todos las casas quemado Jehová, Jehová a Moses, así lo hicieron. And that was Numbers chapter one, Verses 29 through 54. Numeros capítulo 1, verse 29 al 54. And my prayer this morning is, mi oración es, is, God, I love everything you created. Dios, amo todo lo que creaste. Please forgive me of my sins. Por favor, perdone me de mis pecados. The sins I do and I don't know. Los pecados de hago y no sé. Please have mercy on me and protect me. Por favor, dien piedad de mi portagme. Give me knowledge. Dame conocimiento and the wisdom to execute the knowledge correctly. Y dame sabiduría and everyone who wants to share my prayer you are welcome todos los que quieren compartir mi oración eres bienvenido and that's all I have to say about that right now Gracias. Thank you, Sister Lisa. Wow, a lot of numbers. <laughs> uh, Sister Lisa does a great job translating our um, script, our verses from English to Espanol for the Spanish-speaking community. And um, we give God the glory for Sister Lisa for the time she puts into the translating, the preparation she puts into it. And we're very grateful for her being on the line to bridge the gap, to include our Spanish-speaking brothers and sisters. Um, I don't take this lightly. I'm very grateful. And um, it's a blessing because we um, have always wanted to include other languages. So we just give God the glory this morning. And thank you, Sister Lisa. Gracias. And buenos dias. Good morning, Breakfast Bible Club. Welcome. Welcome to the Breakfast Bible Club. And Sister Lisa translated our verses, um, Numbers chapter 1, verses 29 through 54. And we're now closing out 
of uh, Numbers chapter 1 today. And um, also, um, I want, I'd like to say um, welcome to our first-time callers that is here on the line that are joining in. A lot of them have said they love the um, Espanol part, so <laughs> we give God the glory for that. And um, also, we receive your prayer. We receive it in Jesus' name. Thank you for that prayer, Sister Lisa. That includes everyone and anyone who would like to um, have a part in the prayer. She always extends that invitation to share as well. So thank you for that. We are grateful and very blessed. And welcome, everyone. Welcome. This is the Breakfast Bible Club, Numbers, Chapter 1 verses 29 through 54, and I would like to say that the book of Numbers, um, it gives its name, Numbers, just from the account that it gives, exactly that. Um, it gives the numbers and the account of all the children of Israel, and it's called Numbers, with, um, particularly with all of the um, languages, Greek, Latin, they all, uh, the Seratic and Abraham versions, um, I'm sorry, Arabic versions, I'll speak of it as numbers. And sometimes the Jews call this book um, Vajabadar. That means the Lord spake from the first word of it. So um, different uh, races call it different things, but it's identified by being the book of numbers for all of the numbers and the count that um, it takes for all the children of Israel. And blessings, everyone. The floor is open. If there's anyone ready to jump right on in, please take the floor. The floor is open. And welcome, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. And my name is Minister Lane. I'm the host of the Breakfast Bible Club, and this is God's Club. And all is welcome today. What did you get from reading the count here in the book of Numbers? What did you get, and what prayer release did you get from reading these verses? Um, this makes me think about family, generations, and uh, just praying for our family as I did in uh, my interpretation. So this really makes me think about the count, and also the strong men that went into, um, that were counted for battle to have the land protected. And uh, it's really important to have a strong army to protect your land, and uh, most countries are um, known for having strong armies and how strong their men are that um, if anything was to happen or an attack was to come on their land, you know how strong their armies were or their militaries were. So um, this makes me think about strength and it also makes me think about family and generations. So welcome everyone. What did you get from these verses? The floor is open. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'll be reading. Good morning. I'll be reading Numbers one. Numbers one twenty nine to fifty four, the NIV version. And it reads, the number from the tribe of Issachar was fifty four thousand four hundred. From the descendants of the, all the men twenty years and more who were able to serve in in the army were listed by by name according to the records of their clan and families the number for the tribe of z was 57,400 from the sons of joseph from the descendants of Ephraim, 
all the men 20 years old and more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and family. The number from from the tribe of Ephraim was 40,500. From the descendants of M, Manasseh, all the, all the men 20 years old and more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clan and family. The number for the tribe of Manasseh was 32,200. From the descendants of Benjamin, all the men 20 years old and 20 years old or more more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clan and families and families the number from the tribe of Benjamin was 35,400 from the descendant of Dan all the men other men 20 years old and more who were listed all the men who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clan and families the number from the tribe of Dan was 62,700 from the descendant of Asher all the men 20 years old and more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clan and families the number the number from the tribe of asher was 41,500 from the descendants of n nephatlis nephatlis and all the 20 year all the men 20 years old and or or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by a name according to the records of their clan and families. The, the number from the tribe of the Fatalese was, was 53,400. Verse 44, these were the men counted by Moses and Aaron and the 2012 leaders of Israel, each one represented his family. All of the Israelites, all the Israelites 20 years older and more who were able to serve in Israel's army were counted according to the families. The total number was 603,550. Wow. The ancestral tribe of the Levites, however, was not counted along with the others. The Lord had said to Moses, you must not count the the tribe of Levi or include them in the census of the Israelites or of the other Israelites. Instead appoint the Levites to be instead appoint appoint the Levites to be char, be in charge of the tabernacle of the covenant law. Over all its furnishings and everything belonging to it. They are to carry the tabernacle and all its furnishings. They are to take care of it and encamp around it. Whenever the tabernacle is to move, the Levites are to take it down, and whenever the tabernacle is to be set up, the Levites shall do do it. Anyone who, who approaches it is to be put to death. The Israelites are to be set up, set up, 
the Israelites are to set up their tents by division, each of them in the camp, in their own camp, under the standard, under their standards. The Levites, however, are to set up their tents around the tabernacle of the covenant law so that my wrath will not fall on the Israelites' community. The Levites are to be responsible for the care of the tabernacle of the covenant law. In the final verse 54, the Israelites did all this just as the Lord commanded Moses. In my prayer, my prayer is, Lord, I repent daily, Lord God. I will obey and follow your instructions and your order and the orders you give me, Lord. And I and I pray for my friends and family and myself to follow your orders you give, and I will obey your your holy word and not stray from you. I pray for my nieces, nephews, sisters, and brothers to get the word and hold God close to them. In Jesus' name, it is so. Yes, it is so. Blessings, Brother Ryan. Thank you for joining us here at the Breakfast Bible Club. Uh, Brother Ryan uh, read our verses, Numbers chapter 1, verse 29 through 54. We are closing out of Numbers chapter 1. And he read it from the NIV version. God bless you. Thank you, Brother Ryan. And also thank you for that um, very blessed intercessory prayer for your family. And we also receive it in Jesus' name. And um, we give God the glory for uh, Brother Ryan. And we pray that all that is listening in to the word is blessed by um, the word of God today. And uh, Brother Ryan, one of our strong young brothers here on the line. And our uh, blessings to you. And welcome, everyone. Welcome. Thank you for listening in today and making the Breakfast Bible Club a part of your morning. We are going over the census count, all of the tribes, and the floor is open for anyone that is ready to share what you get from this book, of what you receive from chapter 1, verses 29 through 54, and also what prayer release comes to your mind when you read these verses. And if anyone's ready, jump right on in. And uh, Sister Ramita is on the line. Um, and if you would like to sing a song, the floor is open. And if anyone else would like to sing, it's not about how you sound, but it's about the heart. So the floor is open. If anyone would like to sing, jump right on in. And welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Brothers Bible Club. Um, I'll be coming from Christian, I'm not Christian, the complete Jewish Bible. Um, excuse me this morning. I'm grateful today. Um, I'm going to... Uh, Start from um, 44. I'm still struggling with these names. I'm about to, I'm about to get these names together. <laughs> um, so we know from 29, well, 28, from all the way to uh, 43, the, the, the different numbers of the tribes in, in that group. 44 it says Moses, Aaron, and the 12 leaders of Israel, each from a clan, counting the people of Israel by their clans. Those 20 year olds and over eligible for military service in Israel. And the grand total came up to 603,550. But those who living according to the clan of their fathers were not counted in the census because, I'm, uh, because Anani had told Moses 
do not include the clan of Levi. When you take the census of the people of Israel, so that's the priests, instead of giving the living charge over the tabernacle of the testimony, it's equipped and everything else connected with it. They are to carry the tabernacle and all its equipment serve and set it up their camp around it. When the tabernacle is to be moved onward, it is the living who are to take it down and set it up in the new location. Hmm. Anyone else who involves himself is to be put to death. Wow. The rest of Israel are to set up the camp company by company, each man with his own banner. By the living, they are cap camp around the tabernacle of testimony. So that no anger will come upon the assembly of the people of Israel. The living are to be charged of the tabernacle of the testimony. This is what people of Israel did. They did every time everything that Ed and I had ordered Moses. Now my interpretation of this, even though the numbers were from um, 44 to 54, 47 to 54, is that God had a specific uh, instructions for his tabernacle where he resigned that and served peoples. Um, the Levi, we know a Levi means priest. Um, if, we, if we know the meaning of Levi, the name Levi. And uh, in the, uh, if I don't know if I'm saying that right, L-I, L-V-I-M, L-V-I-I-M, living, I don't know if they're the same big, same people or or the priests, under the people that's under the priest, but they was charged to, uh, to take over the tabernacle to protect it in that aspect. Because when he said put that count around it, they protected it, they put it up, you know, break it down, put it up when it's time to move on. Well, God have them to move on depending on who they take over or they fight against. Um, and it, and it, it puts his specific instruction is only them can touch it, only them can move it. And everybody trying to help, you know, you could just be having it hard to help you put to death. So we have to understand that God in these times and now, uh, just we have mercy and grace with Jesus. But in this time, God's instructions need to be followed to the T. No matter if you have the heart to help help his people out, if he give you an assignment, do the assignment. The same thing in our life. If he give you a calling, do it, answer it to your best ability and do it because this is the doing what God actually do. This could be considered life or death business when God lies. So you just said it right there. If you uh, involve yourself, who I mean, anyone else who involved themselves that he ain't important, they put it to death. And you know that be you be like, dang, that's harsh. But no, that's just instruction order of a, a mighty guy or a king. Like God is the king of kings, so he, he have order. So anything that's out of order, he don't like. Um. And that that and me reading this for the first time in that aspect is is it, is funny and wild, but I understand that the, even now even then instructions would need to be followed. Instructions we can take take that as this the instructions of God then and now need to be followed to the T in our life. So uh, that's a big part of that without without my interpretation. And my prayer today is Lord, thank you for who you are in our life. Thank you for the breath of life on the day that we can get up and be in your presence 
at this moment and he reads your word and get an understanding to get closer to you. Uh, Lord, just help us finish out strong this week. We are, we are, and I am appreciative to who you are in my life, Lord. Just thank you for the blessings and blessings to come and endure the opportunity. And this prayer, pray in your son Jesus' name. And then so, and I believe. And good morning, Brother Bible Club. Good morning. Welcome, Brother Preston. Blessings. And I thank you for that interpretation for our uh, verses today, Numbers chapter 1, verses 29 through 54. We have closed out of chapter 1 today. And um, thank you for all of those great keys that you pointed out. And also for that prayer release. We receive it in Jesus' name. A very blessed prayer. And one of your keys is God has specific instructions for the tabernacle's care. This is something that we all can take away from the Breakfast Bible Club. We see that God had instructed only the Levites to touch it. Um, anybody else that touch it, you're going to die. Strangers, people with the wrong intent, people with negative, you know, um, and motives, you know, with all the gold in the tabernacle all the things of, of value in there. I mean, the Ark of the Covenant, the Mercy Seat covered in pure gold, the um, incense, all of the things, the table of showbread, beautiful gold, and, you know, thieves. It had to be a target of thieves when they saw and or even heard of all of the beautiful gold and all of the wonderful hangings, expensive curtains embroidered with the angels in it. And I mean, it just was a beautiful, beautiful place. Smelled good, the incense. And, um, attract the wrong people so anybody that tried to come in with the wrong intention and uh you know god just set the standard nobody come in here and touch this but the um levites you know or aaron and moses and if you got caught doing that then it was consequences so that's a great key that we all can take away and we can also um think about this as a word for ourselves and apply this um you know even trying to help or approach the things of god with the wrong intentions or the wrong heart um, could have negative consequences. And um, I love how you shared that, uh, Brother Preston. Some may say, well, I'm only trying to help, or they were only trying to <laughs> come and, you know, maybe with the right, some of them may just wanted to try and help, but uh, if God sets the standard for something and an order, it's a reason. And he wanted to prevent anyone that's pretending to come in and help and um, not really have the, um, the right heart or the right um, heart motive. So again, God is wise and he knows everything. And um, I just love this and it points out the character of God. You know, he covers and protects what belongs to him. So God bless you. Thank you for joining us this morning. And uh, Brother Preston, thank you for sharing. And welcome everyone. Welcome to the Breakfast Bible Club. Is there anyone else that's ready to jump right on in? The floor is open. Um, while we wait on others to come in and share their interpretation, uh, not much of interpretation today because, again, it's a count, a census of all of the um, names and numbers, the thousands and thousands of the Israelites and the men that were called to um, go in battle. I just wanted to, while we have a, a slight break in the line, to lift everybody up that's serving in the military or um has served in the military. When we look at the verses today and all the men that were 20 and over um, that were being counted to, um, you know, stand 
a guard for the land and they were being counted. So they knew who was who and, you know, to form a strong uh, protective base. So I just want to lift everyone up. Father bless everyone here on the line that has served in the military or those that are currently serving in the military. Strengthen them, cover them, protect them. And Father, keep their bodies strong and um Lord, I thank you for them. I thank you for the anointing that rests on their life. And I ask that you will lead them and guide them into all truth and uh, direct their steps. And if anyone is uh, facing any abuse in the military, Father, I pray that you will provide justice. Release your justice angels over them to heal and to fix the situation. And Lord, we give you all the honor and all the glory for everyone that has served. And we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, it is so. Blessings, everyone. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the Breakfast Bible Club. The floor is open for anybody that's ready to share. Just jump right on in. I'm going to take this time to share uh, Sister Melanie's interpretation. This was sent yesterday. Um, when she sent it, we kind of ended a little earlier, um, a little early yesterday. So I'm going to read it today. And this was for yesterday, Numbers chapter 1, verses 1 through 28. And this is Sister Melanie's. Good morning, Sister Melanie's. And thank you for taking the time out to send your interpretation. All interpretations are very important to the Breakfast Bible Club. And she says, good morning. Taking census was long and tedious. The fighting men had to be counted to determine Israel's military strength before entering the promised land. And her prayer is, Father God, I thank you for your blessings, waking us up, your love and care and peace. And it is so in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Yes, thank you, Sister Melanie, for sharing that interpretation yesterday. And she also says, good morning to all this morning. And blessings to you, Sister Melanie. We're grateful for your interpretation and your prayer release. We receive it in Jesus' name. And then your interpretation yesterday, um, it, it stood out with uh, one of the keys that you um, shared was God sends a census count to determine the strength of the people. And thank you for that. Um, also, we see it's very important, as I mentioned um, earlier, to know the strength of the land. You want to locate your um, your people in the military. You want to locate and know who can fight in case you are encountered with an attack. So very, very key. God thought of everything. God is so smart, so wise. He covered everything. And thank you, Sister Melanie, for sharing. And welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Breakfast Bible Club. Blessings, blessings. And the floor is open for anyone that's ready to share. Good morning. Blessings. I mean, from Numbers, chapter 1, verse 29 through 54, from the easy to read version. The total number of men counted from the tribe of Ishakar was 54,400. The tribe of Zebulun was counted. 
The numbers, the names of all the men who were 20 years old or older and able to serve in the army were listed. They were listed with their families and family groups. The total number of men counted from the tribe of Zebulun was 57,400. The tribe of Ephraim was counted. Ephraim was Joseph's son. The names of all the men who were 20 years old or older and able to serve in the army were listed. They were listed with their families and family groups. The total number of men counted from the tribe of Ephraim was 40,500. The tribe of Manasseh was counted. Manasseh was also Joseph's son. The names of all the men who were 20 years old and older and able to serve in the army were listed. They were listed with their families and family groups. The total number of men counted from the tribe of Manasseh was 32,200. The tribe of the tribe of Benjamin was counted. The names of all the men who were 20 years old or older and able to serve in the military were listed. They were listed with their families and family groups. The total number of men counted from the tribe of Benjamin was 35,400. The tribe of Dan was counted. The names of all the men who were 20 years and older and able to serve in the army were listed. They were listed with their family and family groups. The total number of men counted from the tribe of Dan was 62,700. The tribe of Asher was counted the names of all the men who were 20 years old and older and able to serve in the army were listed. They were listed with, the, with their families and family groups. The total number of men counted from the tribe of Asher was 41,500. The tribe of Naphtali, Naphtali was counted. The names of all the men who were 20 years old or older and able to serve in the army were listed. They were listed by name with their families and family groups. The total number of men counted from the tribe of Naphtali was 53,400. Moses, Aaron, and the 12 leaders of Israel counted these men. There was one leader from each tribe. They counted every man who was 20 years old and older and able to serve in the army. Each man was listed with his family. The total number of men counted was 603,550. The family from the tribe of Levi were not counted with the other Israelites. The Lord had told Moses, don't count the men from the tribe of Levi or include them with the other Israelites. Tell the Levites that they are responsible for the tent of, the, of agreement. They must take care of that tent and everything that is with it. They must carry the holy tent and everything in it. They must make their camp around it and take care of it. Whenever the holy tent is moved, the Levites must do it. Whenever the holy tent is set up, the Levites must do it. They are the men who will take care of the holy tent. Anyone else who tries to take care of the tent must be healed. The Israelites 
will make their camps with separate divisions. Everyone must camp near their family flag. The Levites will set up their tents so that they surround the tent of agreement. The tent will, they will serve as guards and keep the people away from the tent. This will protect the Israelites from the Lord's anger. The Lord had given these commandments to Moses, so the Israelites did everything he commanded. And my interpretation of what's happening in these verses is Moses is continuing on with taking record of the amount of men that are are in each tribe and completing the census. So he got a record of every tribe of people, but when he got to the Levites, the Lord stopped him and told him not to include them and include them with the other Israelites because they were set apart. The tribe of Levi had a special calling to hold the priesthood and perform ordinances, ordinances and sacred acts that God had told them to do under the law and instruction and direction of Moses. Because they were called by God, they couldn't be counted in the same way that everyone else was counted, even though they lived around them. And um, the reason why they were set apart is because God knew that he could trust them. Um, when Moses had went up in the mountain, remember that everyone was worshiping the golden calf, but the Levites were the ones, the only ones who didn't um, take part in the worship of the golden calf. And that's why um, they were set apart and God could trust them. And he made them responsible over his temple and over his, um, his basically it was the Lord's ministry. Um, this was the ministry that God created and he didn't want any priests or leaders that could possibly take the ministry and the church and change it from what it was meant to be. So um, he chose the Levites to be the ones to handle everything and move the tent and set things up because he didn't want anything. He knew that their hearts were right in the right place. Um, no one was perfect, but God could see the hearts of the Levites. Um, they desired to please him, and he knew that their hearts weren't corrupt and that they could handle um, being a part of his ministry. And um, he also required more of the Levites because he could trust them. And um, they, weren't, they weren't to be included in the census with everyone else because they had belonged to God. They had belonged directly to God because they didn't um, take part in the worship of the golden calf. And also, um, God knew ahead of time um, he was protecting them because they didn't um, take part in the golden calf worship. He told them to be, he wanted them to be counted separately because he knew ahead of time what would happen. And um, there was a decree that was, that was preventing, the, um, that was trying to prevent the Israelites from entering into the land of Israel. And uh, this was God's way of sparing the Levites and making it easier for them 
because they weren't included in the overall census. They had their own census. And this makes me think about how um, when we do what's right and we follow God and his commands, um, he will hide us and he will protect us and we'll have extra protection even when everyone around us um, may be going through other things. There will be an exception for us and that was God's favor on the Levites um, for being obedient. And my prayer is what I thank you for everyone on this call. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you will forgive everyone for their sins, Lord God. If anyone's ever done any other type of worship that wasn't directed towards you, Lord, I pray that you'll forgive us, Lord, for any hidden idolatry as well. And I pray, Lord, that you will just release your blessings on us and that we will be included in those extra blessings and those extra favor, Lord God, for being obedient, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you will show up and show out, Lord God, and show us, Lord, the blessings that come with being obedient to you, Lord God. And I pray, Lord, that you will strengthen those who have been set apart and help them to stand outside of the norm and help them, Lord, strengthen them so that even though they're living around others, Lord God, they can still stand strong and live according to your will, Lord, and help them so that they can stick to your principles and um, help them so that they can stick to doing what your Holy Spirit has put in them to do. In Jesus' name, it is so. Blessings. Thank you, Sister Sedasia, for sharing our verses, Numbers, chapter 1, verse 29 through 54. And um, we hear, and I, um, well, I hear that teaching and anointing um, that rests upon you. Thank you for sharing our verses today. And also, thank you for that prayer release. Uh, we receive it in Jesus' name. And on one of your keys, you had many keys, but one of your keys that stood out that was um, very blessed is that um, here, census count continued. God gives instructions. And we know that when God gives instructions, it's important to follow. So um, we can all take that away from the Breakfast Bible Club that uh, today that he's giving his instructions continued. And blessings, Sister Sadeja. Thank you for joining in with us today and making the Breakfast Bible Club a part of your morning. Um, a lot of great keys that you shared today. Blessings. And welcome, everyone. Is there one more that would like to share? We would like to hear from anyone who uh, would like to share. So is there one more before we close out? Well, God bless everybody. Thank you for joining in with us today here at the Breakfast Bible Club. Blessings to all those that share, all those that listen in. We have some that will be listening only due to appointments, but we're grateful to God for everyone that is here on the line. Whether you listened in, you shared, gave your prayer interpretation, you are important to the Breakfast Bible Club. And it is my prayer that we all can take something away from what we're hearing to encourage, uplift, and bless our spirits today. Welcome, welcome. Is there one more? Oh, Sister Tennille, she says, good morning, Breakfast Bible Club. Good morning, Sister Tennille. Blessings unto you. We know she works um, in the healthcare field, and she's sending her good mornings today to everyone here on the line. 
Also, Sister Linda says good morning. Welcome. Good morning, Sister Linda. Blessings. Thank you for listening in today. And also, good morning, Sister Kim, who listens in consistently at Shaker Gardens. Blessings to Shaker Gardens. May the Lord send healing to each and every person. And God bless all the workers today and all the hospitals and all the nursing homes all over. Blessings to you. Welcome, welcome. And this concludes the Breakfast Bible Club. I'm going to give our verses for tomorrow. We're going on to Numbers chapter 2, verses 1 through 20 for tomorrow, Friday. Again, Numbers chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. And God bless everybody. Thank you for listening in today. Uh, the census count continues. And of today is your born date. I'm going to speak a blessing over you today. And thank you for listening in and being a part of the Breakfast Bible Club today. And uh, we don't uh, get into the traditional way of birthdays, but we do acknowledge God for giving us another year of life. So I would like to speak some verses over you. Psalms 118, verse 24. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, let us rejoice today and be glad. Proverbs chapter 9, verse 11. For by me thy days shall be multiplied, and the years of thy life increased. So it is by God that our days are multiplied, and we see another year. So we acknowledge him. Glory to God. Psalms 37, verse 4. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of your heart. Psalms 90, verse 12. So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Yes. And for multiple birthdays today, Philippians chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. I thank God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy. So give God the glory today for another year of life. And remember, Psalms 139, verse 14 says, You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Praise God. Blessings, everyone. Blessings. The website is www.diamondsofpromisellc. Give today, um, loc.org. Let me repeat that, www.diamondsofpromisellc.org. Remember uh, to check us out and give today. I also want to invite everyone to our Power Prayer Call on Saturday, every Saturday. That number is 425-666-4796. Join us. Uh, connect with us. It's a very blessed call, and it's a great way to release any cares that you're carrying in your heart. It's a great way to um, to release those things. God says in First Peter chapter five, verses uh, seven through ten, to cast all of our cares upon the Lord, for He cares for us. So that's what we want to do. We want to make a habit of this. Whenever we're carrying something from work, something uh, from if you're a student from school, your children, if you're um, you have children or your family or your spouse, if you're going through anything at the job, we want to cast all these cares onto the Lord and release them over to Him. And we don't want them. We know when you care, um, carry a lot of cares or burdens, it can weigh you down in your spirit and also um, bring health issues, stress, anxiety. So God wants those things. So this is a perfect.
And also, um, don't forget, everyone is invited. Welcome to join us for our Saturday uh, Saturday prayer, our Diamonds of Promise prayer. We had it yesterday, very blessed. And um, that number is the same t- number that you called in here, 425-666-4796. So join us. You all are welcome. And uh, don't forget to join us on Wednesdays and Thursdays for our noonday teaching as well. Um, we're not before you long. We're from, from 12 o'clock to about 40, 45 minutes or less. And we talk about a topic that is relevant to today. So blessings, everyone. Thank you for joining in with us today. And I'm going to say a prayer to close out today. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for everyone that is here on the line. I ask, Lord God, that you will bless us as we go through our journey from Genesis to Revelations, reading your holy word. Father, I pray that everyone that listened in, that shared, that had any uh, comments or anything, Lord God, that they will be blessed, that you will speak to their hearts, open up their understanding. Lord, pour your spirit out amongst this line. Bless the Breakfast Bible Club and all of the listeners. Lord, I thank you for what you're doing here. Lord, I ask that you will cover each and every person in the blood of Jesus today. Lord, I ask that you will bless this wonderful day. We are all here and alive in the land of the living. Bless our spirits today. Lift any heaviness that is here on anyone. Break every spirit of tradition and religion. All fear, leave this line. Any spirits of depression, leave this line. Anxiety, leave this line. In the name of Jesus, anyone that's from low suicidal and their spirit we bind that spirit in jesus name lord i ask that you will lift any heaviness from anyone and father let everyone know that they are special that they are wonderful to you they have a plan and you have a purpose for their lives lord i ask that you will cover everyone here in the blood of jesus that you will cancel out premature death and hell from over anyone here on this line father i speak longevity over us life and life more abundant over us, protect us from evil, harm, danger, and trauma today. Release your angels to guide us, lead us, and protect us today. And Lord, I ask that you will heal anyone here on the line from any trauma past or present, that you will heal those dark and broken places. Lord, I ask that you release deliverance over each and every person here, calling in from 211, diamonds of promise, those that are calling in that are overcoming uh, incest, rape, human trafficking, prostitution, all of these things, God, that you will bring forth healing in the name of Jesus. Those that call in from 211, remember them on the line. All the ladies on the streets, Lord God, that call in, bless them here on the line. Father, those that are coming out of incarceration, bless them here on the line. Provide housing for them. Give them what they need, God. Those in shelters, those that are coming off of drugs and alcohol addictions. Father, break those addictions in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you, Lord God, the women from FGM, bless them, God, that is suffering from that. Heal them, God, touch their bodies and restore, oh God, their bodies in Jesus' name. Lord God, you are a healer, and we are all here in agreement for you to move. Lord, I pray that you remove the negative images from the portals of anyone's mind today of the trauma. Break every word curse. 
We are the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. We are blessed going in and blessed going out. And I thank you, Lord, for victory over each and every one of us. By your stripes, we are healed. Our bodies are healed. Our minds are healed. We thank you in advance for driving out all sickness, disease, pain, infections. Leave this line in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, touch, break, heal, deliver. We thank you, Lord. We come in agreement with your word today. We believe the report of the Lord. Lord, we thank you for drying up every cancer cell, every sickness, every disease. And we thank you for healing us. Bless our homes, our our children, God, our families. Bless, oh God, cover, protect. Father, release protection over us on the roads today. Bless our transportation. Whatever transportation we shall take, release safety angels over us wherever we go, Lord God. And I apply Joshua 1 and 9 over each and every one of us. Cancel all accidents and incidents today in Jesus' name. And I thank you for safe travel, safety over us, God. Bless us to have an attitude of gratitude today. Father, bless the marriages of God, the godly marriages you put together with healing, understanding, peace, and togetherness. And Jesus be the center of those marriages. And Lord, I pray for anyone that is lonely here on the line. Strengthen them, touch them. Lord, give them something to put their hands to do for you. Bind up the loneliness. Keep them from sexual sins and falling into temptations, God. And Father, heal, fill every need, Lord God, in their life. And Lord, I ask that you will remember those that are single and satisfied. Continue to bless them, cover them, keep them, and let them go on in you. Lord, remember the set, the lost in our families and in our communities. Remove the scales off of their eyes. Bless our cities and our countries today. Father, release revival over United States of America, over Puerto Rico, good morning, over Saudi Arabia, good morning, over Japan, bless oh God, those that call in, God, those that are here on the line today, those that uh, bless the country of Africa, Lord, Jamaica, remember them, Lord. Release healing, release revival, release healing over all of our countries today. Lord, have mercy. We thank you, Lord God, for releasing healing, God, and releasing revival, Lord. Father, send your spirit. We need you like never before, Lord God. Father, bless our finances. Bind up the spirit of poverty today, Lord, and our families. Meet every need. All of our bills are paid. Our rent is paid. Our mortgage is paid. We have more than enough. I speak life over us, God. I speak life over our transportation. Father, correct and heal. Lord, release provisions for things that we need, oh God. Release testimonies to these prayers, oh God. And I thank you for everything that you're doing in us, God. Keep us, strengthen us in our journey, Lord. And Lord, I ask that you would bless our essential workers here on the line today. Remember them that go out and our communities. And Lord, we remember, Lord God, those that put their time on and their effort and energy on the line, Lord, that serve, Lord, in our communities, to our emergency workers, Lord God, those that, the EMS workers, the police officers, the, the all of those, Lord God, the postal workers, remember them, God, bless them, cover them in the name of Jesus today. And I thank you, Lord God, for increasing our discernment. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And Lord, bless, protect and guide each and every one here and we give you the glory today and every day and it is so in Jesus name we thank you Lord it is so blessings everyone blessings blessings love you all blessings blessings
I told you stop listening to my conversations with my wife. Second of all, the girl was sick. Okay, if she's sick, I ain't supposed to help her. Spotify after uh, Bible Club in the process. The chapters of the genealogy of who is who and the tribe of Israel. And Lord, my prayer is that you will that you will bless every pastor and minister and anyone working in a five-fold ministry that have the gifts that are called to serve you, that they would not work in their own um, out of their own way or out of their own strength. 
strength and just do things accordingly to what they want to and disregard your way. Lord, I pray that we will all operate in your fire, the Holy Spirit, and move accordingly how you instruct us to. So, Lord, I lift up all the leaders all over the world and ask that you will bless them and heal them and touch them and remove anything that doesn't please you because they represent you. Remove any strange fire or strange things, oh God, and send a revival through your leaders. As many times, God, we pray for the people in the congregation. Lord, I just say a special prayer for the leaders today, that you will remember them, bless them, and cover them, and that everyone, as they're being counted to you, because you know who everyone are and where they are and how they offer up their lives to you, that you will bless them. And let us remember the lesson of Abab and Abinhu and what they did, oh God. Let us remember... Lord, um, the things that they that they did, and let us learn from a lot of the things that we see that took place in the Word. So, Father, I just give you the glory, I give you the honor and the praise, and I thank you this morning for everything that you have done for us and what you continue to do for us in the future. And it is so in Jesus' name. And uh, that's what I got from the verses today. Blessings, everyone. Um, a lot here we can all see, but, uh, you know, the important thing that stood out to me was about the, um, Aaron's two sons, Nadab and Abihu, um, who um, lost their lives in offering the strange fire to God. So um, I just, you know, that's my heart to prayer for everyone and also for those in leadership. And welcome, everyone. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. What we do here is that we uh, give our own personal interpretation of whatever we get from the verses, and then we follow that with a special prayer. And that could be a prayer for ourselves or for someone else, or it can be to bless the line. So it can be for our family members, friends, or to bless the line. Also, um, we when we give that prayer, um, we... Also, make sure that we um, give it according to the word, and the word is our focus. And good morning to all of our all of our uh, family on the line, brothers and sisters, that are writing out the verses today. Good morning to you, and uh, God bless you. We have our writers on the line, and then I will point out one key from each interpretation, and with it being the census, there's not a lot of things to interpret. There's um, a lot of names, and it's very straight to the point. So if you do not have an interpretation today, you can feel free to read all or some of the verses, or you can sing a song in connection with our verses. And also, um, good morning to all of our listeners that are on the line. It's my prayer that we all take something away from the Breakfast Bible Club to encourage, uplift, and bless our spirits today uh, using the Word of God. So, again, we're respectful of each other. We show examples of the fruit of the Spirit according to Galatians 5, 22, 23. Um, we um, don't cut and interrupt anyone. We let everyone share. We don't challenge anyone's interpretation. And we welcome the Holy Spirit to flow and move throughout the call. So, again, uh, we welcome the Holy Spirit. And, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here to have your way, to flow, to move. We are grateful for this line. Father, ask that you bless this line in the name of Jesus, and that you will just continue to bless 
everyone that calls in here today, God, that you will cover each and every phone line, bind every spirit of uh, chaos and confusion. And Lord, I ask that you will touch us and just open up our understanding, our spiritual ears and our spiritual eyes so that we can receive everything that the word has for us. In Jesus' name, it is so. And blessings, everyone. And if Sister Lisa is here on the line, you may take the line. And God bless everybody. Welcome. Good morning. Buenos dias. Practice Bible Club. Today, I'm going to read from the Holy Bible. Hoy voy a leer de la Sagrada Biblia. Numbers, chapter 3, verses 1 through 28. Numeros. Capítulo 3, verso 1 al 28. And if anyone would like to follow along where I'm reading from, I'm at transcripture.com, English to Spanish. Si al alguien le gustaría al Señor de donde estoy leyendo, transcripture.com. And, uh, um, because the names are difficult for me, I'm going to um, pronounce the first letter of the name. Porque el nombre es difícil para mí. Voy a leer el primero carta de el nombre. And verse 1. Now these are the generations of Aaron and Moses in the day when the word of the Lord came to Moses on Mount Sinai. Uno, y estas son las generaciones de Aaron y de Moses diciendo que Jehová habló a Moses en el monte de Sinai. Two, these are the names of the sons of Aaron and Nabihu, Elijah, and uh, Itamar, Itamar. Dos. Estos son los nombres de los hijos de Aaron, Nabat, de Romigejito, y Abu. the names of the son of Aaron, the priest of whom the holy oil was put, who were marked out as priests. Three. Esos son los nombres de hijos de Aaron, sacerdotes, higuitos, caídos, manos, el hinchillo, para administrar el sacerdocio. Four. And N and A were put to death before the Lord when they made an offering of strange fire before the Lord in the waste of in the wasteland of Sinai. And they had no children and E 
and I did not work of priest before Aaron, their, their father. Cuatro. Mas en ie morion delante de Ejoba, cuatro oficieron fuego extraño delante de Ejoba en el desierto de Sanas y no tuvieron hijos y e y e hicieron el sacerdote delante de Aaron sus padres number five and the Lord said to Moses y Jehová habló a Moisés diciendo Make the tribe of Levi come near and put them before Aaron the priest to be his helpers. Six, aflegar a la tribu de Levan, y Hazala está delante del sacerdote Aaron, para que él ministren, ministren, perdónme. Number seven, in order that they may be responsible to him and to all Israel for the care of the tent of meetings and to do the work of the house. Siete. Despienden. Despienden. Su cargo y el y el cargo de toda la congregación delante del tabernáculo del testimonio para servir en el ministerio del tabernáculo. Okay. And they will have the care of all the fellows of the tent of meeting and will do for the children of Israel all the necessary work of the house. Ocho. Y guarden todas las aljadas del tabernáculo del testimonio y el encargado a ellos de los hijos de Israel y ministros en el servicio, servicio, perdón, servicio del tabernáculo. Number nine, give the Levites to Aaron and his sons so that they may be his without question from among the children of Israel. Ocho, y todos los levitas y Aaron y a sus hijos les son inherentemente dados de entre los hijos de Israel. And give the orders that Aaron, his sons, are to keep their places at priest, as priests. Any strange person who comes near to be put to death is to be put to death. Yes, y consturi iras a Aaron a sus hijos para que esperan sacerdocio y el extraño que se llegare morirá 
Morira. 11. And the Lord said to Moses, 11. Y hablo a Moises diciendo, 12. See, I have taken the Levites out of the children of Israel to be mine in place of the first sons of the children of Israel. 12. He aquí yo he tomado dos leritas de entre los hijos de Israel en lugar de todos los progimientos que aberen la martiz entre los hijos de Israel. Pero pues, pues los leritas. 13, for all the sons are mine on the day when I put to death all the first sons in the land of Egypt. I took for myself every first male birth of man and beast. They are mine. I am the Lord. 13, porque muy es todo problema desciende el día que no nace todos los progenientos en, en la tierra de Hito. Yo santifique a mí todos los promogentíos en Israel, hace de hombres como de animales. Míos serán yo Jehová. Y Jehová habló a Moisés. Oh. 14. And the Lord said to Moses in the wasteland of Sinai. 14. Y Ejoba habló a Moses en el desierto de Sinai diciendo. 15. Let all the children of Levi be numbered by their families and their father's houses. Let every male of a month old and older be numbered. Insect. Cuenta los hijos de Levi por las casas de sus padres, por sus familias, contaras todos los perones del un mes arriba. Sixteen. And Moses did as the Lord said, numbering them as he had been ordered. Diez y seis, y Moisés los contó conforme a la palabra de Jehová, como él fue mandado. Seventeen, these were the sons of Levi by name, Gershon and Koath and Miari. Diez y siete. Y los hijos de Liban fieran estos por sus nombres. El son y Cod y M. Eighteen. And these are the names of the sons of Gerson by their families. L and S. 
y los nombres de Gios Bergerson por sus familias. Estos li, el y ellos.
its cover and the veil of the door of the tent of meeting. Bangte e single. A cargo de hijos de Gerson en el tabernáculo del testimonio. Estará el tabernáculo a la tienda, a sus cubiertas. Y el papeleón, papeleón y la puerta del tabernáculo del testimonio. 26. And the hangings of the open space around the house and the altar and the curtain for its doorway and all the cords needed for its use. Bente y seis. Y las cortinas del atrio. Y el papelio de la puerta del atrio. Que está junto al tabernáculo del tabernáculo. Julio y junto al alto alrededor. Asimismo, sus cuerdas para todos sus servicios. 28. From Coeth come the Aramites and the Israelites and the Ages and the youth. These are the families of the case. 27. And the coas la familia a, a la familia y e a familia h a familia Estas son familias K, K. 28, the last verse. Those who are numbered of them, the males from one month and older, were 8,600 who were responsible for the care of the holy place. Por la cuenta de todos los perones de un mes arriba, eran ocho mil trescientos que tienen la partida jorda del santurio. And that was, the, that was numbers. Um, chapter 3, verse 1 through 28. Perdón mi um, números, capítulo 3, verso 1 al 28. And my prayer this morning is, mi oración es, God, I love everything you created. Dios, amo todo lo que creaste. Please forgive me of my sins. Por favor, perdone me de mis pecados. The sins I do and I don't know. Los pecados que hago y no sé. Please have mercy on me and protect me. Por favor, ten piedad de mí, protect me. 
give me knowledge, dame conocimiento, and the wisdom to execute the knowledge correctly. Idami sabi buiar para ejectar conocimiento correctamente. And everyone who wants to share my prayer, you're welcome to let yourself have some of that. Todo los que quieran compartir mi oración, eres bienvenido a dejarte tener algo de eso. And uh, that's all I have to say. Buenos dias. Good morning. Uh, gracias, Sister Lisa. Thank you for the time, energy you put into our translations this morning so um, everyone can be included. Uh, Sister Lisa is a self-taught student. Blessings. Thank you, Sister Lisa, for um, everything that you do. Uh, we appreciate and we give God the glory for you coming on the line daily and sharing uh, so you can bridge the gap to include everyone here, our Spanish-speaking brothers and sisters. And Sister Lisa shared Numbers, Chapter 3, Verses 1 through 28, and the names are not hard, are not easy, <laughs> pardon me, the names are not easy. So if you can't say the names, you can say the number, I mean the letter, or you can skip the names. And again, welcome. Thank you, everyone. And also, um, good morning, everyone. And we, if Sister Candice, if you would like to read uh, in Spanish, please jump right on in. And everyone is welcome. Welcome to the Breakfast Bible Club. And you can read all or some of the verses, whatever you choose, uh, Sister Candice, of Numbers chapter 3, mm -hmm. verse 1 through 28. Okay, good morning, everybody. Uh, buenos días a todos. Um, my name is Miss Candice, like uh, Pastor um, Lane said. Um, mi nombre es Candice, como dijo la Pastora Lane. Um, I heard there were like five families today only Spanish speaking. Hoy que había más cinco familias que solo hablan español el día de hoy. So I want to tell them that... Um, I'm here for them. If they have any questions or prayer requests, I'm here for them. Um, y les quiero decir a ustedes que estoy aquí para ustedes. Si necesitan, uh, si tienen alguna pregunta o tienen alguna um, oración que quieren que nosotros oremos, aquí estoy para ustedes. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna just read the Spanish um, uh, version. So it's gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna try to go as fast as I can because it's long. Um, voy a leer números 3 del 1 al 28. Voy a tratar de ser uh, rápida porque son muchos versos. Um, números 3, 1, Numbers 3, 1. Estos son los descendientes de Aarón y de Moisés en el día en que Jehová habló a Moisés en el monte de Sinaí. Y estos son los nombres de los hijos de Aarón. Nabat, el primogénito, Abiud, Eleazar e Itamar. Estos son los nombres de los hijos de Aarón, sacerdotes ungidos, a los cuales consagró para ejercer el sacerdocio. Pero Nadab y Abiud murieron delante de Jehová cuando ofrecieron fuego extraño delante de Jehová en el desierto de Sinaí. Y no tuvieron hijos. Y Eleazar e Itamar ejercieron el sacerdocio delante de Aarón, su padre. Oh, sorry, I'm on five. 
estoy en el 5 y Jehová habló a Moisés diciendo 6 haz que se acerque la tribu de Leví y hazla estar delante del sacerdote Aarón para que le sirvan 7 7 y desempeñen el encargo de él y el encargo de toda la congregación delante del tabernáculo de reunión para servir en el ministerio del tabernáculo. Tabernáculo. Eight, el 8. Igual en todos los utensilios del tabernáculo de reunión y todo lo encargado a ellos por los hijos de Israel y ministren en el servicio del tabernáculo. Nine, nueve. Y dirás, y darás los levitas a Aarón y a sus hijos, que les son eternamente dados de entre los hijos de Israel. Ten, diez. Y constituirás a Aarón y a sus hijos para que ejerzan su sacerdocio, y el extraño que se acercare morirá. Eleven, once. Habló además Jehová a Moisés diciendo, Twelve, once. He aquí, yo he tomado a los levitas desde los hijos de Israel en lugar de todos los primogénitos. Los primeros nacidos entre los hijos de Israel serán pues míos. 13, 13. Porque mío es todo primogénito desde el día en que yo hice morir a todos los primogénitos en la tierra de Egipto. Santifiqué para mí a todos los primogénitos en Israel. Así de hombres como de animales, míos serán, yo Jehová. 14, 14. Y Jehová habló a Moisés en el desierto de Sinaí, diciendo, 15, 15. Cuenta a los hijos de Leví según las casas de sus padres, por sus familias. Contarás todos los varones de un mes arriba. 16, 16. Y Moisés los contó conforme a la palabra de Jehová, como le fue mandado. 17, 17. Los hijos de Leví fueron estos, por sus nombres. Gersón, Coat y Merari. 18, 18. Y los nombres de los hijos de Gersón, por sus familias, son estos. Libni y Simei. 19. Los hijos de Coat por sus familias son Amram, Isar, Hebron y Uziel. 20. 20. Y los hijos de Merari, por sus familias, Malí y Musi. Y Musi. Estas son las familias de Levi, según las casas de sus padres. 21. 21. De Gerson era la familia de Libni y, de, y la de Simeí. Estos son las familias de Gerson. 22, el 22. Los contados de ellos, conforme a la cuenta de todos los varones, de un mes arriba, los contados de ellos fueron 7,500. 23, 23. Las familias de Gerson acompañarán a espaldas del tabernáculo al occidente. 24. 24. Y el jefe del linaje de los gersonitas, Eliasaf, hijo de Lael, 25, a cargo de los hijos de Gerson, en el tabernáculo de reunión, 
estarán el tabernáculo, la tienda y su cubierta, la cortina de la puerta del tabernáculo de reunión, Tonisteca. 26. Las cortinas del atrio y la cortina de la puerta del atrio, que está junto al tabernáculo y junto al altar alrededor, asimismo sus cuerdas para todo su servicio. 27. 27. De Coat eran la familia de los uh, Arabitas, la familia de los Isaritas, la familia de los Hebronitas y la familia de los Ucielitas. Estas son las familias Coatitas. 28, el 28, el último versículo. El número de todos los varones de un mes arriba era 8600 que tenían la guarda del santuario. Amen. Um, if anybody in the Spanish speaking have any questions, um, now is the time. Si alguien tiene alguna de los que hablan solamente en español, tiene alguna pregunta, ahora es el momento. Si ustedes quieren, yo puedo um, contestar esa pregunta o traducir al grupo si así lo desean. Amen. Okay, good. Gracias. Thank you, Sister Candice. And welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Breakfast Bible Club this morning. Um, um, like Sister Candice said, if anyone has questions, please ask. And welcome, everyone. Uh, the floor is open for anyone that would like to share. And bless you, Sister Candice, for the time um, you took to share today. And this is the Breakfast Bible Club. We are in the book of Numbers, chapter 3, verses 1 through 28. Good morning, Breakfast Bible Club. I'll be coming from Complete Jewish Bible, Numbers 3, 1 through 28. These are the descendants of Aaron and Moses. As the day of Adonai spoke with Moses on Mount Sinai, the names of the sons of Aaron are Nevada, the firstborn, uh, Isdar, the A-V-I-H-U, I'm gonna spell them out. Uh, Izar and uh, I-T-A-M-A-R. These were the names of the sons of Aaron, the Kohan, whom he anointed and ordained to, as Kohamah, that's priest. But Nevada and A-V-A-I-H-U died in the presence of Adonai, that's the Lord, when they offered unauthorized fire before Adonai in the Sinai desert and they had no children. Elzar and I-T-A-M-R served as priests in the presence of Aaron, their father. Adonai said to Moses, summons the tribe of Levi and assign them to Aaron, the, the Kohen, so they can help him. They are to carry out his duties and the duties of the whole community before the tent of meetings in performing the service of the tabernacle. There are to, to be charged of all the furnishings of the tent of meetings and carry out all the duties of the people of Israel, connected with the servants of the tabernacle, assigned the living to Aaron, Aaron and his sons 
their one responsibility in regard to the people of Israel to serve him. You are to appoint Amron and his sons to carry out the duties of Kohan. Any, uh, anyone else who involves itself will be put to death. Adonai said to Moses, I have taken the Levine from the, among the people of Israel and in lieu of the very firstborn male that is first from the womb among the people of Israel, Israel the Levine are to be mine. And all the firstborn males belong to me because on the day that I kill all the firstborn males in the land of Egypt, I separate for myself all the firstborn males in Israel, both human and animal. They are mine, and I am Adonai. Adonai said to Moses in the, the Sinai Desert, Take a census of the tribe of Levi by clans and family. Count every male a month old or over. Moses counted them in the matter of Adonai. He said as he had been ordered. These are the names of the sons of Levi. Gershon, Kai, and uh, M-I-R-A-R-I. The names are the sons of uh, Gershon. Were, uh, were living in, in um, Shemai. They father. They, uh, they fathered their respective clans, likewise, of the sons of Cain. Um, Amr, Am, Izar, Hevron, and uh, Uziel. What are these names? Kicking my butt. <laughs> and the sons of Marari and Malachi. Oh, not Malachi. What's that? Uh, Machli and Musa. The father, the clans of the Lemon. Gershar, father, the clans of Lebanon and Shemai. Those were the Gershon clans. Of them, 7,500 males a month old and over were counted. The Gershon clan were to kept behind the tabernacle towards the west. The chief of the Gershon clan was Elsai, the son of. Uh, L-A-E-L in the connections of the tent of meetings the descendant of Gershon were to be charged in the following tabernacle itself its inner and outer coverings the screen of the entrance of the tent of meetings the curtains surrounding the courtyard the screen for the entrance of the courtyard surrounding the tabernacle and altar, the altar all the fixtures and ropes for these items in their maintenance. Um, uh, K-H-A-T, father the clans of Amron and Isar, Hervron and uh, U-Z-I-E-L. These were the K-H-A-T clans. <laughs> of, the, of them is 8,600 males a month old and over were counted. They were in charge of the holy place. Um, yeah, these names is, you got to practice these names. But uh, my interpretation was um, that, uh, like Pastor said, these just the senses of the, the Levites. And um, it's no coincidence, um, this morning, uh, I got up a little bit late uh, watching a fight last night. Um, but um, when I was getting ready, uh, God gave me a... Uh, 
um, God gave me um, due to the people, the Levites that that's in this the verses, their life is all life is is God. The number what the Lord wants them to do. Um, these times they had certain things they couldn't do. They had to literally be have a secluded life. And um, God gave me um, when I was getting ready in my private place um, and in, in prayer. The God gave me "You're in My Life." Um, it's a song by uh, you can look it up by Fred Hammond. Um, and that came to me while I was in into prayer. That and then and, and I heard Pastor earlier her interpretation. It all lined up like God, Lord, Lord is is showing them these times that he was their life lifeline life nothing they can do besides you know work and take care of their family but besides that uh responsibility god was their life from from if they was called to do it or or they uh at birth were ordained in their older days but that's that that's all they was doing was the work of the lord and if he wasn't ordained or Assigned to do what God asked to do during the times and around the tabernacle, like you was put to death. That's how serious God was about his business. You know, so you can have the heart, and you know, God, you know, God understands somewhat to the heart, but he, he never, he never go over his word in his order. So they might have the heart, like the two, two, probably scripture, two scriptures ago, we learned that they might have had the heart to want to help God, but in times just. You just have to wait, and when he called you to do it, then you you could do it. But if not, you step out of line, out of his order, you'll be put to death. So yeah, that, and these were these were the uh, the Levites, the 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 the, uh, the priests, the, the ones that had to do the sacrifices and, and stuff. They pray for the, the the armies and stuff that go into war. So they have important 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 duties, and God assigned certain ones that he could trust, and you know that he's they're ready for it. So my prayer was. That um, for us to on this week, you know, I prayed uh, that uh, God just protect us over, over this walk of this week. Cause um, like I said, when I woke up, He put that on my heart, and I know certain things and He told me to pray for. It is, you know, the enemy is is uh, mad at us. Even learning this, and more and more, Pastor touched people to get to get to come to listen and, and get to turn back to God. He's 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 angry, but God is covering us, and I pray that our we can be prosperous, and our we can be so heavy with His favor, we have to give some to somebody. That's what was my prayer, actually, um, today too. So uh, keep keep your head up, you know. Uh, folk, let, let God and Holy Spirit lead you in focus, and uh, don't be afraid. Uh, this week, God got you, and um, we just thank thankful for Pastor Lane. And her 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 obedience to uh, walk this thing out and do what God asked to do because this this Bible thing, uh, Birth of the Club, can and will change people's lives um, more and more. And um, good morning, Birth of Bible Club. Good morning, Buenos Dias. Um, thank you for your prayer this morning for sharing here at the Breakfast Bible Club. And also thank you for that great interpretation. Uh, many keys that you shared that stood out today. And one of the keys is that uh, God gives the order to the senses. And thank you for sharing. And also thank you for that prayer relief. We receive it in Jesus' name. And this is the Breakfast Bible Club. We are here. Um, the floor is open for anyone that would like to share. And again, numbers. 
chapter 3, verses 1 through 28. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us, caller. Come on in. Welcome. And the floor is open. When anyone is ready to share, just start to share, and I will lower the music. Appoint Aaron and his sons to be priests. They must do their duty 
and served as priest. Anyone else who tries to come near the holy, holy things must be healed. The Lord also said to Moses, I destroyed all the firstborn in Egypt. At that time, I chose all the at that time, I chose all the firstborn from every family in Israel to be mine in a special way. That includes all the firstborn men and animals. But now I am choosing the Levites to take their place. Now they will be my special servants. I, the Lord, give this command. The Lord again said to Moses in the desert of Sinai, Count all the families and their groups and the tribe of Levi. Count every man or boy who is one month old or older. So Moses obeyed the Lord. He counted them all. Levi had three sons. Their names were Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. Each son had, was the leader of several family groups. The Gershon family groups were Libni and Shemai. The Kohath family Groups are Amram, Izar, Hebron, and Azubil. The Merari family groups were Mali and Mushai. These are the families that belong to Levi's family group. The families of Libni and Shemai belong to the family of Gershon. They were the Gershonite family group. There were 7,500 7, men and boys over one month old in these two family groups. The Gershonite family group were supposed to camp in the west. They made their camp behind the holy tent. The leader of the family group of the Gershonite was Elisa, son of Leo, in the mean tent. The Gershonites had the job of taking care of the holy tent, the outer tent, and the covering. They also took care of the curtain at the entrance of the meeting tent. They cared for the curtain in the courtyard, and they cared for the curtain at the entrance of the courtyard. This courtyard was around the holy tent and the altar, and they cared for the rope and for everything that was used with the curtain. The families of Amran, Izar, Hebron, and Uziel belonged to the family of Kohath. They were the Kohathite family group. In this family group, there were 8,300 men and boys a month old and older. The, the Kohathites were given the job of taking care of the things in the holy place. And my interpretation of what's happening in these verses is just going over the family history and the descendants of Aaron. It starts by listing Aaron's first two oldest sons and how they were chosen by God and trusted to serve him. And they basically abused the anointing and the spiritual authority that God had gave them by getting strange fire that they weren't allowed to use. And the Lord seems to be shining light on this again because he doesn't want to lose any other people due to sin and disobedience. God loves everyone and he wants all of us to 
it was right so that we can one day be with him in heaven. So he had gave clear and honest instructions, and he was honest about what would happen if they did something like this, but they didn't take it seriously. But the pagans back in Egypt were using strange fire to put spells on people. Um, the strange fire was coming from a place of mocking God, and it was from the wrong spirit. Strange fire is defiance and is blasphemous to God, and is also witchcraft and is used for magic spells. So they were basically um, trying to come in the presence of the Lord and use the strange fire to give other false gods um, worship sneakily, as if God wouldn't know. And um, yes, God loved them, but the fire of God is so powerful and pure that it will burn up all strange fire in its presence and anything that's evil in, in its presence. So it's really sad, but it's, it's like, I don't, I think about it like they saw how powerful God was. I don't know why they would try that, but um, it's sad to their, for their family and to their father. And it makes me think about how when you're in sin, it affects other people as well, like your parents and your family who love you. And it goes on to talk about the rest of the family that descended from Aaron and um, the different family groups and how they were caring for um, the temple and how God gave them different instructions for what, who cares for what part of the temple. Um, like, for example, he um, put one group over the rope and um, the curtain. And everyone had a specific job, and everyone worked together to give God the glory and the kingdom of the Lord glory. And my prayer is, Lord, I pray that you will cover everyone under your blood, Lord God. I pray that you will forgive everyone on this line for any sins, Lord God, for any strange fire, Lord, and anything that's not of you, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you will just cleanse us, Lord God. And I pray, Lord, that you will help us to unlearn anything that's not right and that doesn't represent you as children of God. Lord, deliver everyone on this call from any bad habits and anything that we've been taught that was an error or anything that wasn't from you and that you don't approve of or that your word doesn't or that your word speaks against doing. And Lord, I pray that each of us will do what you have called us to do, and we will operate in the gifts that you placed in us with holy boldness, and also, most importantly, with a clean and pure heart. And I decree that each of us have the fruits of the Holy Spirit, and that we will um, honor you, Lord, and respect you, and take the call that you've given us seriously. In Jesus' name, it is so. It is so. Thank you, Sister Sedasia. Bless you. Thank you for your interpretation and for your prayer release. We receive it in Jesus' name. And again, you gave your interpretation for Numbers chapter 3, verses 1 through 28. So everyone knows where we are. And also, uh, you had many great keys that you shared. One of your great keys is follow God's order. 
That is something we can all take away from the Breakfast Bible Club today and uh, apply it to our own personal lives as well. And blessings, Sister Sedasia, for being on the line and joining in with us and being consistent. We are on a journey from Genesis to Revelations to read the entire Word of God. So thank you. Blessings to you. And welcome, everyone. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. The floor is open. Is there anyone else that is ready to share? Good morning. I'll be reading Numbers chapter 3, verses 1 through 28 from the Voice Bible. At that time, when the Eternal One spoke with Moses on Mount Sinai, the lineage of Aaron and Moses went like this. Aaron's sons were in the eldest and A. Elzakar and I, actually, they were his sons who were anointed as priests, who were supposed to work as priests. But M and A perished in the presence of the eternal when they failed to follow God's instructions and offer a profane fire at Sinai. They didn't have any children. The other two, Elzakar and I, carried on as priests for Aaron's lifetime. Then the Eternal One told Moses, summon the Levi tribe and send them to Aaron the priest. They are to serve him and all the people in front of the tent of the congregation. They are to do the work for the tent, my sacred dwelling place. They are in charge of the tent furnishing. Their work and service to the congregation's tent is on behalf of the people of Israel. These Levites are to be given exclusively to Aaron and Aaron's sons. Aaron and his descendants alone are the priests. If any outsider get involved, he will be killed. And the eternal one spoke later to Moses. As you know, all firstborn children of each woman belong to me. I made this clear when I killed all the Egyptians firstborn, but spared Israel and its animals. Setting them apart just for me, but rather than giving all Israel firstborn to me, I accept the Levite as a substitute. They will be mine. I am the eternal one. God formally gave this instructions to Moses in the wild desert across a wild desert area of Sinai. Organize the male Levites, including infants one month old and older, but their clans and extended families. So Moses did just as the Eternal One told him. Levites, three sons, were G, K, and M. G's sons by their clan were L and S. K's sons by their clan were A. I and H and you. 
and M's sons by their clan were M and M. These remembered are signified the Levi clan by their extended families. Spotify anchor, y'all, here on the Breakfast Bible Club. About to begin. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome to the Breakfast Bible Club. Thank you for joining us this morning. And today is Thursday, October the 5th, 2023. And we're going to be reading Numbers chapter 5, verses 1 through 31 today. So we're going to be closing out of chapter 5 today. And um, I'm going to be reading from the Parallel, Amplified, and King James Version. And... Um, my name is Minister Lane. I'm the host of the Breakfast Bible Club. This is God's Club. And I'm grateful for everyone here. I'm praying that you are all having a great week and that you're doing really well, that everyone's doing well today. Let's jump right into the Word. Numbers chapter 5, verse 1. And again, the Amplified Version. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command the Israelites to send away from the camp every leper and everyone who has a discharge and whoever is defiled, that is, ceremonially unclean, by coming in contact with the dead. You shall send away both male and female. You shall send them outside the camp so that they will not defile the camp where I dwell in their midst. The Israelites did so and sent them outside the camp. Just as the Lord had said to Moses, so the Israelites did. And the, and the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Say to the Israelites, when a man or woman commits any of the sins of mankind against other people, thus breaking faith with the Lord, and that, is, and that person is guilty, then he shall confess the sin which he has committed, and he shall make restitution for his wrong in full, and add a fifth to it and give it to the person whom he has wronged. 
But if a man who is wrong has no redeemer relative to whom the restitution may be made, it is to be given to the Lord for the priest beside the realm of atonement with which atonement is made for the offender. And every contribution pertaining to all the holy gifts of the Israelites which they offer to the priest shall be his. And every man's holy gift shall be the priest. Whatever any man gives the priest, it shall become his. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, If any man's wife goes astray, deviates, and is unfaithful to him, and a man is intimate with her, and it is hidden from their eyes, the eyes of the husband, and it is kept secret, although she has defiled herself, and there is no witness against her, and she has not been called into act. And if a spirit sense attitude of jealousy comes over him, and he is jealous and angry at his wife who has defiled herself, or if a spirit of jealousy comes over him and he is jealous of his wife when he has not defied when she has not defiled herself, then the man shall bring his wife to the priest, and he shall bring an offering for her, a tenth of an ephah of barley meal. He shall not pour on it, nor put frankincense on it, the symbol of favor and joy, because it is a grain offering of jealousy, a memorial grain offering, a reminder of the consequences of wickedness. Then the priest shall have her approach and have her stand before the Lord. And the priest shall take holy water from the sacred basin and an earthenware vessel. And he shall take some of the dust that is on the floor of the tabernacle and put it in the water. The priest shall then have the woman stand before the Lord and let the hair of the woman's head hang loose and put the, the memorial grain offering in her hands, which is the jealousy offering, and in the hand of the priest to be the water of bitterness that brings a curse. Then the priest shall have her take an oath and say to the woman, If no man has lain with you, and you have not gone astray into uncleanliness, why marry? Then be immune to this water of bitterness that brings a curse. But if you have gone astray while married and you have defiled yourself and a man other than your husband has been intimate with you, then the priest shall have the woman swear the oath of the curse and say to the woman, The Lord make you a curse and an oath among your people when the Lord makes you thy waste away and your abdomen swell. And this water that brings a curse shall go into your stomach and make your abdomen swell and your thighs waste away. And the woman shall say, Amen, Amen, so let it be. The priest shall then write these curses on a scroll and shall wash them off into the water of bitterness. And he shall make the woman drink the water of bitterness that brings a curse. And the water that brings the curse will go into her and cause bitterness. Then the priest shall take the grain offering of jealousy out of the woman's hand, and he shall wave the grain offering before the Lord at, on the altar, it on the altar. Then the priest shall take a handful of the grain offering as the memorial portion of it and offer it up in smoke on the altar. And afterward he shall make the woman drink the water 
when he has made her drink the water, then it shall come about that if she has defiled herself and has been unfaithful to her husband, the cursed water will go into her and cause bitterness and cause her abdomen to swell and her thigh to waste away. And the woman will become a curse among her people. But if the woman has not defiled herself and is clean, then she will be free and conceive children. This is the law of jealousy when a wife goes astray while married and defiles herself, or when a spirit sense attitude of jealousy and suspicion comes on the man, and he is jealous of his wife, then he shall have the woman stand before the Lord, and the priest shall apply this law to her. And our last verse, verse 31, Further, the husband will be free from guilt, but the woman, that woman, if guilty, shall bear her guilt. And that concludes chapter 5. I read verses 1 through 31. And I'm going to jump right into my interpretation. And um, what I get from these verses is there's many things that is going on. But this is um, here. The Lord is, <clears throat> pardon me, the Lord is um, giving he is giving us, uh, speaking to Moses and sent, telling him to send away anyone from the camp that uh, either male or female that has leprosy. And he's also telling them if they have a discharge, which is a running issue in their body, um, we know from their personal, um, personal um, sexual organs. And he's also giving instructions. He's giving instructions and um, he's separating from sin. And we know that sin, it, wherever sin is, that it corrupts. And we know that God has given clear instructions and distinct uh, instructions against sin. For God is not, uh, he does not want anyone to wallow in sin. So he's given instructions and the effects of sin. Mm. Also, he's um, going on to say that he's, uh, Moses is saying to the children of Israel that um, put these people out if they're lepers, everyone that has a discharge, or anyone who becomes defiled by a corpse, he's letting them know that um, they are to leave the camp. Because God is holy, and if he dwells in the camp where there's holiness, um, he doesn't want any sin. Um, someone has static in their line, they may have to hang up and call back in. There is static in someone's line. I'm going to try and give my interpretation over it. I pray that everyone can still hear me. And if you, if you think that it's your line, please hang up and call back in. Sorry, I just hung up to see if it's mine, y'all. Yeah. You can call in the Brooklyn Welcome. Body Club at Thank you for calling Diamonds 425-666-5555.
than they are to have her take a sort of a test in a way um, where her hair hangs down and they have her drink drink the bitter water and if her abdomen swells or her um, thigh uh, waste away, then she was adulterous. Um, she committed adultery. So again, this was to secure their wives against the rage of their husbands who were angry, who um, may have thought that they, um, you know, cheated to prove if they were innocent or not. You know, so again, this was a test um, very different that the men would, um, priests would perform because he didn't want the couples to go on with arguing and anger and jealousy feelings and um, the husband not trusting her and, and the home and treating her very well. And that could just bring a very hostile environment, not only for the wife, but for any children or anyone that's living there. So um, God is just giving specific orders and instructions for that wife to take. And, um, you know, if the woman was found unfaithful, um, she would go through a trial. And if they've, um, they um, had the trial by death, you know, they would fling her into the water um, if she was guilty. So um, it was really, it was really serious. God had very uh, serious, serious commands for anyone that was committing adultery. And um, the, among, amongst the Babylonians, they would uh, do that. They would throw themselves into the river. So, um, you know, again, God has just given very clear instructions for them to follow. And then the, the man should bring uh, his wife to the priest and the one-tenth um, of a fat barley meal, and he couldn't pour frankincense on it because it was a grain of... Uh, no, no frankincense or no oil on it because it was a grain offering of jealousy. So, again, jealousy is a serious emotion, and God wanted it to be dealt with right then and there. And that's what I get from these verses. And then the test the woman would take, if she was guilty, it would be proven. And if she was not, it would be um, proven. And, again, I see children as a reward of the faithful women. And my prayer is just simply... Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for these verses that we can see how serious the act of adultery is to you and how it destroys the family unit. It breaks down the marriage and it has the husband suspicious or wife suspicious. And Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for the blood of Jesus. I'm so grateful today for the Lord that he, Jesus is the curse breaker and deliverer and a healer. And Lord, I just pray that you bless this line um, with forgiveness and with um, healing of anyone here has been unfaithful to their spouse. Lord, I ask for forgiveness over this line, healing over this line, repentance over this line, your mercy today. You are so merciful that you deal with us in a different way as you did here in the book of Leviticus, that we can have a chance to repent and we can call upon you. And Lord, I just ask that you bless this line with healing, understanding, and also to let us see the seriousness of sin in the camp, um, in our homes. And we know the camp today is symbolic of our homes or amongst the people of God. So help us to be holy and to walk upright and to do things the way that you instructed us to do them and not to bend, not to waver, and not to, just because someone 
one doesn't see us doing things that is not right, not to give us the permission to just continue on or not repent from it. So, Lord, I thank you for the lessons learned in Numbers chapter 5 that you deal with sin in the camp. In Jesus' name, it is so. Unmuted. So uh, what we do here at the Breakfast Bible Club, I just gave my interpretation. And uh, what we do here is we give our interpretation, we read the verses, and we just simply share what the verses mean to us and what we get from the verses. And also, if you, um, when you give your interpretation, we also give a prayer release. Uh, that's a short prayer that we give at the end of our interpretation. And then I will point out one key from each interpretation. And if you do not have an interpretation today, um, which is just a simple basic explanation of what you get from the verses, you can feel free to read the verses or you can sing a song in connection with our verses. And then good morning to our writers that are on the line. That step is optional to those that are writing out our verses daily. We have a goal from Genesis to Revelations to completely read the word of God. And we have some that love to write that are also writing out those verses. So you can also participate in that if you would like to. And then we also um, say good morning to those that are listening in only. It is my prayer that we all take something away from the Breakfast Bible Club to encourage uplift and bless your spirit today using the word of god and remember the word is our focus we are respectful of each other showing examples of the fruit of the spirit according to galatians 5 and 22 love peace joy respect uh, we don't interrupt anyone or cut anyone off as they're sharing and we also don't challenge anyone's interpretation if you don't agree it's totally fine we're all in different processes and sometimes we will not agree we won't see things the same but uh, nevertheless we show respect to each and every interpretation and if i need to step in um and if i'm led by the holy spirit to speak about an interpretation then i would just do so so we let the holy spirit flow through this call and father we thank you we welcome you into the breakfast bible club today holy spirit take full control we thank you. We ask that you bless this line, that we will receive everything that you want for us today. Lord, we bind every spirit of confusion and chaos and the atmosphere, every spirit of backlash, and anything that is not of you, God. We cancel it out in the name of Jesus. We cancel every distraction that may come in, social media, distractions on other phone calls or family members. Father, I just speak peace over the line that we can listen in and take this time to receive from you. And Lord, I thank you and I praise you. I cover everyone's phone line in the blood of Jesus. I cover this phone line in the blood of Jesus, block any static or anything that may come up in the line so that we can all hear clearly. And we give you the glory in Jesus' name. It is so, and let it be so. Welcome, everyone. And if Sister Lisa's on the line, she's our interpreter. And Sister Lisa, if you're on the line, please take the floor. And God bless you. Buenos dias. Good morning. Good morning, Buenos Dias, Breakfast Bible Club, Club Baby Club at Desayuno. Today, I'm going to be reading from the Holy Bible. Hoy voy a leer de la Sagrada Biblia. And we're reading Numbers Chapter 5 today. Uh, Numeros Capitulo 5. 
And if anyone would like to follow along where I'm reading from, I'm at transcripture.com. <clears throat> si al alguien le gustaría a seguir de donde estoy leyendo transcriptor.com. And uh, verse number one. And the Lord said to Moses, Uno, y Ejobo habla a Moises diciendo, Dos, give the orders to the children of Israel to put outside the tent circle every leper and everyone who has any sort of flow from his body and anyone who is unclean from the touch of the dead. Dos, manda a los hijos de Israel que echen del campo a todo leproso y todo lo que pasienen flujo de semen a y todo cantamido sobre muerto. Excuse me just for a second. Hmm. Number two, <clears throat> male or female, they are to be put outside the tent circle so that they may not take unclean my resting place among them. Oh, that was number three. Sorry. Así, tres, así hombres como mujeres echares fuera del campo el echares porque no contaminen el campo de aquilos entre los cuales yo habito. Number four. So the children of Israel did as the Lord had said to Moses and put them outside the tent circle. <clears throat> Cuatro. Y encierronlo así los hijos de Israel que los echaron fuera del campo como Jehová dijo a Moises así lo hicieron los hijos de Israel number five and the Lord said to Moses cinco adimos hablo Jehová a Moises diciendo Number six, say to the children of Israel, if a man or a woman does any of the sins of men going against the world of the word of the Lord and is in the wrong, says, habla a los hijos de Israel, el hombre a la mujer que contiere, cometiere, algún de todos los pecados de los hombres, diciendo parveriquesión contra Jehová de Linquira, aquella persona. Seven, let them say openly what they have done and make a payment for the wrong done with the addition of a fifth part and give it to him to whom the wrong was done. <clears throat> Siete, confesieron su pecado que cometieron 
14, if the spirit of doubt comes into her husband's heart and he has doubts of his wife with good cause or he has doubts of her without cause, 14, y viniere sobre en el espíritu de celo y tuviere celos de su mejor habiendo ellos contaminado y viniere sobre el espíritu del celo y tuviere celos de su mujer no habiendo habiéndose ellos contaminado 15. Then let him take her to the priest offering for her the tenth part of the ephah of barley meal without oil or perfume. For it is a meal offering of a bitter spirit, a meal offering kept for keeping wrongdoing in mind. <clears throat> 15. Entonces el morido traerá su mujer al sacerdote. Y trayera, trayera a su ofrenda con ella la, deci, la decima de un alfa de harina de cabada no echara sobre el aceite y pondre sobre ella incienso porque es presente de celos, presente de recordar que estaré en el memorial pecado. 16. And the priest will take her, and the priest will make her come near and put her before the Lord. Y el sacerdote la hará acercar a la hará poner delante de Jehová. 17. And the priest will take the holy water in a pot and put it in the dust from the floor of the house. 17. Luego tomara el sacerdote del agua santa en el vaso del barro. Tomara también el sacerdote del polvo, polvo que hubieren en el suelo del tabernáculo y echaralo en el agua. 18. And when he will make the woman come before the Lord with her hair loose and will put the meal offering, the offering of a bitter spirit in her hand, and the priest will take it in his hand, a bitter water causing the curse. Dieciocho, y hará el sacerdote estar en pie a la mujer delante de Jehová y descubrirá, 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 perdóname, la cabeza de la mujer y pondré sobre sus manos el precedente de la recordación, que es el precedente del celos y el sacerdote tendrá en la mano 
las aguas amagas de que acarían maldición. Number 19. And he will, he, he will make her take an oath and say to her, If no man has been your lover and you have not been with another in the place of your husband, you are free from this bitter water causing the curse. Las aguas 
Amraga Amaragas Amaragas Pardon me 25 And he will give the woman the bitter water for drink And the bitter water causing the curse will go into her No, that's 24 Veinte y cuatro Y dará a beber a la mujer las aguas Amoragas que tayeren maldición, y las aguas que obvian maldición entaran en el pueblo amagas, amargas. 25. And the priest will take from her hand the meal offering of doubt, waving it before the Lord, and will take it to the altar. 25. Después tomara el sacerdote de lo mando de a de la mujer el presidente de los celos y mesrano delante de Jehová y lo ofreciera delante de altar, del altar 26 and he will take some of it in his hand burning it on the altar as a sign and then he will give the woman the bitter water <clears throat> Veinte y seis, y tomara el sacerdote un punado del presente en el morio de ella, y lo quemara, quemara sobre el altar, y después dará a beber las aguas a la mujer. Twenty-seven, and it will be that if the woman has become unclean, sinning against her husband. When she has taken a bit of water, it will go into her body, causing disease of the stomach and wasting of the legs, and she will be accursed among her people. Veinte y siete. Viales pues a beber las aguas. Y si era que si fuere inmunda y hubiere hecho tracción contra su marido, las aguas que abren maldición entraran en el ello, en, en ella, en amagura, a su vientre, sus hinchara, a que era, a que era su muso. Y la mujer será por maldición en medio de su pueblo. But if she is unclean, she will be, but if she is clean, she will be free and will have offspring. Veinte y ocho. Veinte y ocho. Mas si la mujer no fuere inmunda sino que estuviera limpa, ella será libre a ser fecunda. Fecunda. 29. This is the law for testing a wife who goes with another in the place of her husband and becomes unclean. Veinte y nueve. Esta es la ley de los siglos. Cuando la mujer hiciere traición a sus maridos y 
Amen. Siliere. Yere. 30. Or for a husband who is bitter, a bitter spirit has doubts in his heart about his wife. Let him take her to the priest who will put in force this law. Blank day. Oda marido sobre cal pasare espiritu desido, y tuviera celos de su mejer, presentarla entonces delante de Jehová, a el sacerdote y para en el toro esta ley. In the last verse 31. Then a man will be free from all wrong, and the woman's sin will be on her. Treinta y uno, y aquel verón será libre del incuidad, y la mujer levara su pecado. And that was Numbers chapter 5. Numeros cinco, verso uno al... Numbers chapter 5, verses 1 through 31. And my prayer this morning is, Mi oración es, God, I love everything you created. Dios, amo todo lo que creaste. Please forgive me of my sins. Por favor, perdone me de mis pecados. The sins I do and I don't know. Los pecados que hago y no sé. Please have mercy on me and protect me. Por favor, tienen y dar de mi potagme. Give me knowledge. Dame conocimiento. And give me the wisdom to execute the knowledge correctly. Y dame sabiduría para ejectar. And everyone who wants to share in my prayer, you are welcome to let yourself have some of that. Todos los que quieren compartir mi oración, eres bienvenido a dejarte tener algo de eso. And that's, that's all I'm going to say right now. Blessings, yes. Um, buenos dias. Good morning. Gracias, Sister Lisa. Thank you for sharing here today at the Breakfast Bible Club. And thank you for translating our verses today. Numbers chapter 5, verses 1 through 31. And um, as we're starting to increase in our verses, we appreciate all the hard work, uh, Sister Lisa, that you're putting into the translating. We know it's not easy. And we give God the glory for uh, Sister Lisa's efforts to bring the gap so that we can include our Latino uh, Spanish-speaking brothers and sisters into the Breakfast Bible Club. So we're very grateful for all that you do. And we give God the glory. And also thank you for that blessed prayer release. I'm very blessed. That always includes anyone else that would like to participate and take part in that prayer to also apply it to themselves. And uh, we're just very thankful for you, as always. And Sister Lisa read, again, from transcripture.com. For anybody that wants to join in with her, and uh, she read Numbers chapter 5, verses 1 through 31. 
And uh, if anyone from the Latino community would like to read in uh, Espanol, you are free to do so. Um, we love to hear from everyone, so the floor is open if you would like to share, if anybody is ready to share their interpretation or prayer release as well. Please jump right on in. And God bless you. Thank you, Sister Lisa. Good morning, Breakfast Bible Club. <clears throat> I'll be coming from the Complete Jewish Bible. Um, numbers 5 through, I mean, 1 through 31. Um, Ananias said to Moses, order the people of Israel to expel the camp. Everyone with, um, the word they use in the here, um, uh, for the leprosy is, uh, Tarzar, T-A-T-Z-A-R-A, -A, apostrophe A-T. Everyone with a discharge whoever is unclean because of touching a corpse both male and female you must expel put them outside the camp so they won't defile their their camp where i live among you the people of israel did this and put them outside the camp the people of israel did what ananias had said to moses ananias said to moses tell the people of israel when a woman or man commits any kind of sins against another person Thus break faith with Ananias. He incurs guilt. He must confess the sin which he has committed, and he must make full restitution for his guilt. Add 20% and give it to the victim of his sin. But if the person has no relative to whom restitution can be made for the guilt, then what is given to restitution? Restitution for guilt will belong to Anadine, that is to the Kohan, in addition to the ram of atonement through which atonement is made for him. Every contribution which the people of Israel consecrate and present to the Kohan will belong to him. <clears throat> anything an individual any anything individual consecrates will be his own to allocate among the Kohan. But what person what a person gives to the Kohan will belong to him. Adonai said to Moses, Tell the people of Israel, if a man's wife go astray and and is unfaithful to him, that is if another man goes to bed with her without her husband knowledge so that she become impure secretly and there is no witness against her and she has not caught in the act then if a spirit of jealousy comes over him and he is jealous of his wife and she has become impure or for for that matter if the spirit of jealousy comes over him and he is jealous of his wife and she has not become impure. He is to bring his wife to the Kohen along with the offering for her two quarts of barley flour, on which he has not pure olive oil or put frankincense, because it's a grain offering of for jealousy, a grain offering for remembering, for recalling guilt to mind. The Kohen will bring her forward and place her before Adonai. The Kohen will put holy water in a clay pot. And then the Kohen will take some of the dust on the flower of the tabernacle and put it in the water. 
The Kohen would place the woman before Adonai, unbind the woman hair, and put the grain offering for remembering in her hands. The grain offering for jealousy, while the Kohen has his hand the water of the embitterment and cursing. The Kohen will make her swear by saying to her, If no man has gone to bed with you, if you have not gone astray to make yourself a clean while under your husband's authority, then be free from this water of embitterment and cursing. But if you have, in fact, gone astray while under your husband's authority and become unclean because some man, another than your husband, has gone to bed with you, then the coin is to make the woman swear with an oath that includes a curse. And the coin will say to the woman, May Anadai make you an object of cursing and condemnation among your people by making your private parts shrivel wow, and your abdomen swell up. May this water that causes the curse go into your inner parts and make your abdomen swell up and your private parts shrivel up. And the woman is to respond, Amen, Amen. The Kohan is to write those curses on scroll, wash them off into the water of embitterment, and make the woman drink the water of embitterment, and cursing the water of water will enter her and become bitter. The Kohan is to remove the grain offering from, from jealousy from the woman's hand. Wave the grain offering before Ananias and bring it to the altar. The coin is to take a handful of grain offering as a reminder portion and, and make it go up and smoke on the altar. Afterwards, he is to make the woman drink water. And when he has made her drink water, then if she is unclean and has been unfaithful to her husband, the water that causes the curse will enter her and become bitter so that her ambiment swell up and her proper parts shrivel up and the woman will become an object of cursing amongst the people. But if the woman is not clean but clean, then she will be innocent and she will have children. This is the law for jealousy. And when either a woman under her husband's authority goes astray and becomes unclean or spirit or the spirit of jealousy comes over her husband, and he becomes jealous of his wife, then he has to place the woman before Adonai, and the Kohen is to deal with her in accordance with all the law. The husband will be clear of guilt, but the wife will bear the consequences of her guilt. Um, <laughs> um, I've, wow, this is, um, this scripture is, uh, not, well, I can say fairly new to me in this understanding. Um, I wanted to ask Pastor, and if you if you have, uh, if you can answer it today, it'd be cool. If not, I I wait for your answer. Um, this scripture, even though in the camp, but the leprosy the leprosy thing is understandable. When somebody sin do something wrong, or somebody sin and do something wrong in the camp, leprosy come on them because they sin, or if they touch a body that's unclean, it's not their their family. I, I understand that because um, he's been, been, been saying that the last couple of Bible verses and uh, in, in scripture stuff we read, but I, this, this this adultery thing is, I believe in my in my understanding, it's one sided for the woman to get more punishment than the man. 
Because I don't know if it's the same for the man if the husband get caught in adultery or if he get caught in adultery if that he just get a slap on the hand. In my uh in this um I know not from God, but I'm saying how I don't know if you can uh, get us when I understand I'm trying to say is is it more lenient to the man than the woman because it's more harsh on the woman when she bees in adultery. Or as I'm reading my understanding, but at the end of the day, sin is sin, and I see how God's even in jealousy. I don't know if that's that's the part for him jealousy in that aspect. Because uh, jealousy is uh, the way they break, uh, saying they breaking down here. In my understanding, is wrongdoing, or you just insecure as your man, and you supposed to trust your wife that God gave you. You know what I'm saying? So, this is my interpretation of the day. Um, if Pastor give me some more understanding, I would do some more research too on when a man gets caught in adultery, because they they going. You know what I'm saying? It's more I, in my understanding, it's more one sided when a woman get caught. Them days in um in adultery, um and my prayer today is just Lord, just thank you for your word, thank you for just uh being with us this week, Lord God. We are you are my you are mighty and you are faithful to us. Um, thank you for not failing us in, in this week, Lord God. You are just who you are, uh the moves you make in my life and, and my understanding. With my understanding in my walk with you is amazing. I thank you, Father. And I'm not, I'm not a, uh, I'm not afraid to stand on your word. Or anything I trust you. Um, in this prayer, I pray your son in Jesus' name. Let I receive it in his soul. And um, yeah. Good morning, Breakfast Bible Club. Yes. Good morning. Thank you, Brother Preston. Thank you for that interpretation. And Brother Preston read from the Complete Jewish Bible. Um, ch Numbers chapter 5, verses 1 through 31, and uh, our verses he shared. Thank you for your interpretation, and also thank you for uh, that prayer release. We receive it in Jesus' name. Very blessed. And um, we're going to, uh, I'm going to share your key. You had a lot of great keys, but one of the keys that stood out that we can all take away from the Breakfast Bible Club is God gives instructions on sin dealing with sin in the camp. Mm -hmm. And we can all take that away um, from the Breakfast Bible Club. Today, he's breaking down the different types of uncleanliness, and he gives a command for it, how to deal with it. Um, the people were to be put out of the camp and quarantined for a while. So he lists all the different things, and um, one of the things that he lists is the leprosy, and it goes on to um, uh, many other things, uncleanliness, the runny issue, anyone with an infection, that's what that's speaking of from their loins in any kind of way. Um, also dealing with STDs. This is also including that when he speaks of the runny issue. And uh, we're going on, he's, um, the question that you asked about uh, number five, uh, number chapter five, dealing with women. Um, these verses, we can see that in the Old Testament, that is dealing with wives specifically. Um, speaking of the husband having feelings of jealousy without any proof of adultery taking place. So this is specifically dealing with wives. We know mm -hmm. that in that particular culture, um, it was a different culture where the women were um, treated differently mm -hmm. than the men. Mm -hmm. So this is basically um, pointing out 
uh, specifically if the, if the husband has jealousy against the wife. Um, and that's what they're dealing with in these verses um, to point out if she's cheating. And then they were supposed to bring the grain offering along with the wife. And then the priest makes it, you know, gives her holy water mixed with dust from the tabernacle floor. And then all of these things will take place. And then the bitter water brings a curse. So again, this focus at this time is specifically on the wife, mm, okay. um, and if she's cheating, and uh, you know, if she is, then you know, um, then the water would make her belly swell, womb would shrivel, and she would become cursed and not be able to bear children, and that is the sin, uh, the curse of adultery for the women. They're okay. not speaking of, of the men yet, but right now it's um, about dealing with. Women were treated throughout that time, but again, we're looking at a completely different culture, completely different time. Um, things were very different in the Old Testament laws. That's why Jesus came. That's why God sent his son. So that all could be treated fairly. If you look in the word, it says there's neither male nor female. Um, we all are one. Uh, there's neither Jew nor Greek. We're all one in Christ Jesus. So that's opening up the door. Jesus was the way to the opening up the door for um, equality, more equality for everyone. But here the focus is just specifically on the women. It doesn't speak of the men yet, but it's specifically of the women. We'll get to the men later on in the verses um, in another, in another uh, book, but it's just reflecting on um, how that specific thing was to be treated as he got jealous and then you know they to me it's a way of saying let the truth come through because if he's just feeling a, a spirit of jealousy brother preston and it's not any proof this was the way that they were to get proof and it's to really cut down um you know women being harmed or hurt just off of an inkling you know when someone just has a feeling oh i just feel that she's cheating on me or she's committing adultery then they have their wife put to death or something horrible so it's just you know the steps that god gave moses for judging between a jealous husband and his wife that may or may not have committed adultery so it just gives it um you know a law for that the Bible gives different laws if the wife is caught in the act of it. What is to happen to her? We'll read that later on. She is to be stoned to death. But in this case, um, it's just, you know, dealing with the unction that he may have. So it's only addressing women at this time. But we will move on to the men later on in the Word. Good question. Thank you, Brother Preston. Oh, God bless you. No problem. Thank, thank, you, for the for thank you for the understanding. Yep. Yes. Blessings, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the Breakfast Bible Club. We are reading Numbers chapter 5, verses 1 through 31. Um, we're dealing with, God is dealing with the sin in the camp, and he's speaking to Moses and giving him specific instructions on what to do with it. He's saying, toss it out. No sin in the camp. And that's the people that are, um, you know, the curses. One thing I want to say as well about curses. Curses comes in when a person is disobedient. Mm -hmm. And curses still exist today. Um, to answer your question, T, 
Um, yes, curses still exist today. Um, we can see them all around us. You know, they're, they're here. They're, they're, there's curses. And curses are uh, evidence of sin, things that people are doing. And if a person is not doing something directly, then it could be something from bloodline, um, from their family members, or going back in time, you know, before they were even born. Maybe their parents, their grandparents, great, and on and on. So how do we deal with curses? We pray and repent. When you repent for that curse, it is immediately broken because of the blood of Jesus. Jesus became a curse for us. It says, curses is he who hangs on the tree. So he became that sin for us. That is the wonderful thing about Christ that just makes it, you know, um, clear and a distinction that we can be free from the curse. All we have to do is repent for whatever it is. If you know what the curses are, the sins are, you can ask God to heal you and repent from it. If you don't know, you can call someone that knows about deliverance and can minister with you, maybe a pastor, teacher, or myself. You can contact me and Minister Lane, and we can get to the root of it. But the fruit is the evidence of a curse, and we know that there's many, many different types of fruit. So, yes, curses are real, but so is deliverance. So that's the good news, that we can repent from those curses and completely wipe them out of our family if we know how to specifically call them out. So that I hope that answered the question, and I hope that shed some light. Welcome. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Breakfast Bible Club. The floor is open. Numbers chapter 5, the entire chapter. If there's anyone else that's ready to share, please jump right on in. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I, I wanted to say something. Uh, <clears throat> when I look at this We've been talking about relationships. It's not too long right now. They then uh, came out of Egypt, and then God has been teaching them this whole time, you know, about how to behave, what pleases God, what to do. And what I get out of these verses, especially on the women's side, it's not just adultery in my mind. It's, uh, you know, it's just to have some spiritual integrity about yourself because when you when you when you do that to someone, um, it reminds me of my husband used to say he would always judge a man by how he treated his, his wife or his woman, you know, someone who's there with you every day, who um who is with you. And if you don't have no respect for that person, if you ain't got no integrity for that person, I don't know what you're going to do with somebody outside of that. And as women, we are stewards of life. And um, and it's just important to me in my mind, life ain't got to be as hard as, as you make it. It could be a lot easier when we don't do certain things. And I think it's important to have some spiritual just class and integrity about yourself. And I feel sad that, uh, you know, that we have to have rules in this place, like and rules in place in order for these type of things. Because you just can't, uh, you know, at, it's, it's not hard to you be responsible for each person, to me in my mind, to be responsible of your own integrity, of your own class. You know, we said it, uh, people fall short and seeing it's really it's really not that hard you know when you just want to do good and have a uh a peaceful life you don't have to bring certain things on you so in my mind you know 
I know a lot of women will be like, oh, my God, no, she didn't. But in my mind, I just feel like death is just in order because you're uh, when anybody, a man or a woman, cheat. That's what I feel like because you in jeopardy in your family line, your DNA. It's more than just I'm, I'm having a good moment at the time. So I just feel like in order for things to be balanced and correct, a certain level of standard should be important, and it shouldn't be hard not to do that, you know. So that's what I get out of these verses. I've, I get out of uh, God is merciful because there are a lot of things that uh, in the Bible that says death immediately. And when you're jeopardizing your promise that you promise in front of, when you get married, you promise in front of a room full of people most of the time and God. And if those promises don't mean anything to you, uh, you don't have any integrity about yourself because you're just not, you're damaging your whole uh, ecosystem as far as your family it's not just upsetting one thing. It's a lot of things, and that's real serious. Even God, you know, he's serious about jealousy. So I'm thankful for um, that it's not death, even though I wouldn't be mad at it, but that's what I get out of it. You know, as, as uh, humans, we like to lean on Jesus a lot of times and be like, you know, Jesus knows my heart. I can always get forgiveness. but. To me, in my mind, at the end of the day, we're all capable of living upright and doing what's right because we want to. And that's what I get out of it. Absolutely. Thank you, Sister Lisa, for that comment. I'm very blessed. Thank you for that, pointing that out and uh, sharing. Um, when you were sharing, a verse came to me. Um, the Word of God tells us to drink waters out of thine own cistern. And a cistern was just a vessel that was used um, uh, for holding rainwater for future use for that home. That particular, um, you know, house had their own little water in a little container for them to use for their own house. But that verse, it's in Proverbs chapter 5, verses 15 through 22. Um, it also means have intimate relations with your own wife rather than the adulterer, you know, adulteress. Um, it's also speaking about going out and committing adultery. You know, drink the water from your own cistern. Appreciate what you have. Um, value what you have. What's for you? You know, instead of going out and looking for something else. And when you um, apply that principle of the word to yourself and to focus on what you have, you know, and instead of looking at what you don't have, then it can help the person in that situation. So um, one of my favorite verses, Proverbs 5, 15 through 22, you know, that speaks about um, committing adultery. You know, drink the water from your own cistern. Deal, deal with your own, your own wife. You know, if there's something that you need to do, um, you know, or you want to do, talk with your wife instead of looking for it elsewhere. Because um, definitely... Um, it may not be physical death immediately, but there is a curse that is unleashed 
on a person that commits adultery. Now, can we repent? The person's um, godly sorry, and repentance means turn away, walk away, and go the other direction. Yes, you can, but there's consequences that are still going to follow. Everything's not going to be okay. You're going to still deal with some of the consequences of that adultery, maybe even divorce, children just um, being alienated, um, the, the family being divided and broken. And then we see that happening so many times throughout our culture. People just feel like, well, I cheated and it's okay. But once you make those vows before God, everything changes. You are now in covenant with God and covenant with your, your husband or your wife. So cheating is out of the question. Definitely spiritual death. Definitely curses will be unleashed and brought on that person. Now, they may not get it quite away, but over time, you know, there is consequences to sin. So we want to stay away from that. And I love this verse because it just, it clearly just says, you know, focus on your what you got. You know, use what you got. <laughs> Don't go looking elsewhere. So if someone has that issue, again, they should seek um spiritual counseling, um, and especially men that may be dealing with spirit of lust or perversion, that could be bloodline. Um, there was probably um, nine times out of ten uh, prostitution or whoremongering or um, uh, sacrifice of different worshiping. Some worship that our ancestors did involved um, sexual orgies and things of that sort, and that brought curses onto the children and the seed and the seed and on down down the line. So again, there's evidence that that's an issue. You can always get free. It's nothing that you cannot get free of in prayer and repentance and dealing with it if you can identify it and first admit it. That's the first step. We know that as people with different issues, um, drug issues, alcohol, they must first admit, hey, I have a problem, you know, and then how can I deal with this problem? And usually the problems that we deal with are spiritual, you know, the root is spiritual, and we can get free from it by uh, seeking counseling and grace. So, again, I love that comment. Thank you, Sister Lisa. And welcome, everyone. The, this is the Breakfast Bible Club, Numbers Chapter 5. Is there anyone else that would like to give their interpretation? Someone's phone is unmuted. Mute your line. Your line is unmuted. And is there anyone else ready to share Numbers chapter 5? The floor is open. What do you get from reading these verses? Good morning. I'll be reading Numbers 5, 1 through 31 from the NIV version. It says, the purifying of the camp. The Lord said to Moses, command the Israelites to send away from the camp anyone who has a filing skin disease or a discharge or any or any kind or who is ceremonially unclean because of the dead body. Send away a male or and female alike. Send them outside the camp so that they so they will not defile their camp where I dwell among them. <clears throat> the Israelites did so. So that did so, they sent them outside the camp. They did just as the Lord had instructed Moses. Over verse 5, it says, Restitution of the wrongs. The Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, Any man of the, or any man or woman who wrongs another in any way, 
and so is unfaithful to the Lord is guilty and must confess their sins and they have confessed their sins they have committed. They must make full restitution for the wrong they have done, add a fifth of the value to it and give it all the all to the person that has been wrong. But if the person has no close relatives with the restitution can be made for the wrong, the restitution belongs to the Lord and must be given to the priest along with a ram with atonement is to be made for the wrongdoer. As the sacred contribution the Israelites bring to the priest will belong to him. Sacred things belong to their owners, but what they give to the priest will belong to the priest. The test of the unfaithful wife. The Lord... Then the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, If a man's wife goes astray and is unfaithful to him, so another man has sexual relations with her, and this is hidden from their husband and her, and her impurity is undetected since there is no witness among witness against her, and she has not been caught in the act, and its feeling, feelings of jealousy come over her husband and her suspects. And he suspects his wife has, sorry, his, and he suspects his wife, she is impure. If he is jealous and suspects he, her, even though she is not impure, then he is to take his wife to the priest. He must also take another, take an offering of the tenth of an ephod, a barley flour and on her behalf you must pour olive oil on it or or put incense on it because it is a grain offering for jealousy a reminder offering a reminder offering for draw draw to draw attention to the wrongdoing the priest shall bring her and her her and have her stand before the lord then he shall take some holy water and a clay jar and put some dust from the tabernacle floor into the water. After the priest has had the woman stand before the Lord, he shall loosen her hair and place it on her head, the reminder offering, the grain offering for jealousy. While he himself holds the bitter water for bringing, holds the bitter water that brings a curse, then the priest shall put the woman under oath and say to her, if no other man has not sexual has not had sexual relations with you, and you have not gone astray and become impure while married to your husband, may this bitter water that brings a curse not brings a curse not harm you. But if you have gone astray while married to your husband and have sexual and have and have made yourself impure by having sexual relations with a man other than your husband. Here, the priest is to put the woman under his curse. May the Lord cause you to become cursed among your people who have made your womb miscarry. When he makes your womb miscarry, sorry, and your abdominal A swell, then he made this water, made this water that brings a curse enter your body so that your abdomen swells or your womb miscarries. Then the woman is to say, Amen, so be it.
the priests to write <laughs> the priests to write their curse on a scroll and then then and then wash them off into a bitter water he shall make the woman drink the bitter water then bring a curse bring that sorry he shall make the woman drink the bitter water that brings a curse and this water that brings a curse and causes bitter suffering will enter her the priest is to take from her take take from her hands to the grain offering for jealousy wave wave it before the lord and bring it to the altar the priest is to then take a handful of grain offering as a memorial offering and a burnt and burn it on the altar after that he is to have he is to have the woman drink the water if she has made herself impure and been unfaithful to her husband this will be a result when she is to make when she is made to drink the water that brings a curse and causes bitter suffering it will enter her and her abdomen will swell her abdomen sorry wow been getting that wrong for a couple seconds <laughs> abdomen swell and her womb will miscarry and she will become a curse if however the woman has not made herself impure but is clean she will be cleared of guilt and will be able to have children verse 29 then this this then is the law of jealousy when a woman goes astray and makes herself impure while married to her husband or when filling or when feelings of jealousy come over a man because he suspects his wife the priest is to have her stand before the lord and is to apply this entire law to her the husband will be innocent and of any wrongdoings by the woman will but the woman will bear the consequences of her sins. And I read that from the NIV version. Good morning, Breakfast Bible Club. Blessing. Good morning, Brother Ryan. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you for being one of our strong readers, reading our verses, Numbers chapter 5, verses 1 through 31, the entire chapter. God bless you. Thank you for um, joining in with us today. And uh, we're grateful to have you here on the line. Blessings. And Brother Ryan reads from the NIV version um, as he shared. And um, he gave our scriptures for today. So bless you, Brother Ryan. And welcome, everyone. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. And um, I wanted to add uh, the three A's that um, the Bible says that is of that a person can divorce for and this is what the word of god says once again as it's not my opinion or my um my words this is god's words and i call it the three a's we learned it in class um when i received my um pastoral and my ministry uh, licensing and the three a's are adultery abuse and abandonment so these are the things that um you know, can be validated for divorce if you're experiencing those things or you've prayed, you've sought counseling. Um, adultery is one because it breaks the unit. Abuse, of course, for the obvious reasons, physical abuse, sexual abuse, um, battery, um, financial abuse. There's a lot of different forms of abuse, but we know physical abuse is just not completely not tolerated at all. And uh, we, you know, don't have to stay in that. And then abandonment. Um, 
So those are the three A's. And also I wanted to say here in the word of God as we're reading about the curse of that was brought down, I just want to be clear that it's not the man, the woman, if she's guilty, it's not under the punishment um, from the man, hand, his hand, or it's not from the hand of um, anyone else. If she's uh, from the community of people, if she's guilty, this is straight from God. It was only the hand of God that... Um, allowed the woman's abdomen to swell and for her to miscarry if she conceives or um, her womb to swell, affecting her womb. This judgment only came from God. So again, um, you know, if the woman was innocent and she didn't do, she didn't commit adultery and if she was free of that, then her abdomen would not swell. She wouldn't face any of these things. But again, this was God's way of showing the truth um, concerning a woman of the husband's suspicions or thinking that she's cheating or she was guilty, then a disease will come upon her and um, also upon the man that she committed adultery with. And um, that wife, you know, her stomach would swell and she would not be able to conceive. So again, this is from the hand of God, just to be clear. It's not a man doing this. It's not the community, the town, the priest, anyone doing this. This is straight from God upon the woman. So I just want to be clear um, that that's exactly what the word of God is saying, that the curse will come. And again, we spoke a little bit about curses. They're real. And a way to come out of a, a curse is to repent um, over the time, over my um, time of praying and being a minister. A lot of sexual sins are the root of a lot of female problems, um, female issues, issues in the body. Issues in the womb have all been a result when we prayed and did a counsel over many women have found out the root of these things were sexual sins or open doors from generational curses. And then in some cases from surgeries, um, things that we have done, you know, self-inflicted, maybe got surgeries on certain things and um, different things that women get. Um, and then they bring on different problems in the womb, but the root usually is sexual sins. Good morning. Welcome, everyone. This is the Breakfast Bible Club, Numbers chapter 5, verses 1 through 31 today. And is there anyone else that's ready to share? We want to make Good sure morning. we're not overlooking anyone. Good morning. I'm reading Numbers chapter 5. And again, you can read all or some. Everyone is letting you know if you would like to read all or some of the verses, however you choose. And good morning, Sister Tanil. The eternal one spoke to Moses. Tell the Israelites to send out of the camp anyone, <clears throat> excuse me, male or female, who is ritually unclean and could spread it to others, namely those with skin lesions and discharges, or who have touched a dead person. They need to stay outside of the camp in order not to ritually contaminate my dwelling place among them. The Israelites did exactly that and sent them outside the camp, just as the Eternal told Moses. The Eternal One continued, tell the Israelites that sinning against each other is just like abandoning me. 
um, incur guilt, men and women alike, he or she must confess, then pay back in kind. If the crime is robbery or some material offense, what he or she has caused for the wrong person and add one fifth more. If there are one per if there are no people in the wrong party, immediate family to receive the payback, then it should go to the priest along with the ram. Which the guilty party shall supply as an atonement sacrifice. The priest also gets anything an Israelite donate. They could give anything they then belong to the priest who receives them. Continue instructions to Moses. Tell the Israelites if a married woman sneaks off to commit adultery, that is, if a man has sexual relations with her by her husband if a man has sexual relations with her but her husband doesn't know even if no one can say it there that she tarnished herself because no one saw or caught her and her husband feels suspicious and becomes jealous whether or not she's guilty then he should bring his wife to the priest, along with the Brekowitz offering two quarts of barley flour because it's an offering for this particular purpose. Jealousy, namely a grain offering that brings back to mind some kind of wrongdoing. He shouldn't include any oil or incense with it. Then the priest will set her in front of me, mix dust from the congregation tent floor into a jar of holy water, and loosen her hair. He'll make her take an oath and hold the grain offering of jealousy while he holds the curse causing bitter water and sand. If you are innocent of this charge, if no man has sexual relations with you, if you do not reject your husband's authority and tarnish yourself, then let this bitter water have no curse on you. But if you are guilty of rejecting your husband's authority mm -hmm. and having sexual relations with someone other than your husband, here the priest should make the woman saying the curse, cursing oath. Then may the eternal one make your name a shunning reproach, an insult or a warning among the people because you mm. will have a miscarriage and your belly will swell. If you are guilty, make this curse, cursing water run through your bowels. Make your belly swell and your womb miscarry. And the woman shall say, Let it be so. The priest will write this curse on a scroll 
and wash the words and for the bitter water. <clears throat> He'll then make the woman drink the bitter water that will run through her, cursing, causing terrible pain. The priest will take the barley flower jealousy offering that she will hold and raise it up high before the before the meeting. Bring it to the altar. Burn a handful of memorial portion of it and some smoke on the altar and then make the woman drink the water. They effect much pain with her belly swelling and her womb miscarrying or lack thereof will show whether or not she is guilty of marital unfaithfulness. If guilty, her name will be a curse among the Israelites. If innocent and pure, she will be free from the water effects and still be able to have children. This is what should be done in a guilty case when a woman is rejecting her husband's authority and sleeping with other men, or simply if her husband gets jealous and suspicious of her. The husband will bring her before me, and the priest will enact this law. The man shall not be charged with anything or considered to have done wrong. The woman must deal with the consequences of her behavior. Good morning, Brother Club. Blessings. Good morning. Thank you, Sister Tennille, for sharing. Sister Tennille shared Numbers chapter 5, verse 1 through 31. She read from the Voice Bible. God bless you. Thank you, Sister Tennille, for joining in with us. We know that you press your way to join in, and uh, we are grateful to have you here on the line this morning. And also, um, as you were sharing, uh, something that stood out um, when you were reading uh, that I've seen in the Word that here... This was a very public ceremony, and then it was in front of everybody. The whole entire community would be aware of a person being adulterous or not. So it was nothing they could do to hide if they would watch their stomach swell or, you know, saw that they suffered a miscarriage. And then this also lets us know that miscarriages could be a result of either a medical situation, procedure, surgery, or a curse. So, again, it's also giving us more information. And also, um, I want to point out, God is so holy. He is so holy that even the dust from the tabernacle floor placed into the water and the ink from the scrolls. Um, this is where the ink came from, from the scrolls, the holy scrolls, when they wrote the decree out. Um, and then they scraped the rest of the ink into the water and she drunk it. You know, it's, God is so holy that even that um, could make the waters bitter and then... The um, Holy Spirit is like holiness, recognizing holiness. And if it wasn't anything holy in that woman and she was uh, deceitful, then she would be affected. You know, that's just mind-blowing that even the dust and uh, from the tabernacle floor, you know, when I think of these verses. So um, blessings, everyone. Is there anyone else that would like to share before we close out? And thank you, everyone, for sharing. We know that we're picking up a few extra verses here. So is there one more? Good morning. Good morning. I'm re well, I'm going to just read a few of the verses from Numbers chapter 5. Rules about cleanliness. The Lord said to Moses, tell the people to spend away 
from the camp anyone who is unclean, that is anyone who has a serious skin disease or discharge, and anyone who has touched a dead body, whether they are a man or a woman, send them away so the camp where I am living among you will not be made unclean. So the Israelites obeyed God's command. They sent those people outside the camp. They did what the Lord had told Moses. And then I'm going to get into my interpretation. So my interpretation of what's happening in these verses is God is telling Moses to let the people know that he wants the people to send anyone who's unclean outside of the camp while they're going through their process to become clean again due to any diseases or from coming in contact with the dead body. This was set a place to protect the people from the effects of the sin of one person affecting everyone else and spreading rapidly to everyone. These diseases were a direct result and the evidence of sin. And STDs are actually certain diseases and, and other certain diseases affect other people differently and could have been something that could kill them also. So God was being fair to all of his children and covering those who were living right and trying to do the right thing by separating them. God was also protecting the people with this rule because diseases are a reflection of unholiness and unholiness can't be in the same presence of God's pure holiness without burning up uh, because all evil evilness dies in the presence of the Lord immediately. So this was just God protecting them. And also he wanted them to become free. He wanted them to um, have salvation. And he didn't want them to sabotage it for themselves. He also set this rule in place so that nothing would get in the way of them doing what they were supposed to do for the tabernacle. And also so that nothing would block them from getting their redemption. Um, if everyone, if this, these diseases had spread it through and to everyone, there really wouldn't be anyone who was clean before God. And um, this could have caused God's presence to leave the tabernacle as well. Um, and also he didn't want them to get sick. He wants them to have um, life and life more abundantly. And also he wanted to prevent them from premature death from any of these different diseases. Um, I feel that was another trap of the, the enemy for them to die uh, prematurely um, before they even reach the promised land or before they um, get a chance to see all the blessings that God had for them. And also this was just causing them to have spiritual or physical delay as well. And this shows the importance of putting your salvation first and securing your soul first from sin. Um, it didn't matter, even though I'm sure they loved them, it was their family and their friends, um, they had to send them away because um, their salvation was very important. And God wanted us to understand that our relationship with him comes first before everything. And then God told Moses about the payment um, for doing wrong to others. And if you're hurting or doing something to someone else, it's just as if you're doing it against God. Um, God has 
um, create, you have to think about how God created everyone and he loves everyone, all of his children individually and specially. And um, he doesn't want one child hurting the other. And then um, it went into how um, the there was a payment for um, the wives if they um, cheated on their husband. And the thing about that is God was trying to show them how um, it can negative, negatively affect um, your relationship and your marriage. Um, it can give you soul ties and a connection with someone else and that's not supposed to be. And it can negatively affect the connection that you have with your husband. It can alter the plan that God had for your marriage. And it also damages the husband's spirit. And also, it alters the ministry that God has within marriage. Um, every marriage, God has put them together for a ministry and for um, his will as well. And that's something that um, that people have to really think about that can really affect um, God's plan. And my prayer is, Lord, thank you, Lord, for these verses. I thank you for everyone on this call. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you will cover us, Lord God, and help us to live pure and holy lives. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you will cleanse us from any evilness, Lord God, so that we can be with you one day, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you will um, that you will help us to do what's right, Lord God. And I pray, Lord, that you will bring salvation on this line. Lord, I thank you that everyone will understand the importance of putting you first in our lives and making sure that our salvation is secure with you. And I pray that you would just um, just bless our day. In Jesus' name, it is so. Yes, so be it. Blessings, Sister Sadeja, for joining us. Now, Sister Sadeja shared her interpretation, uh, and she read partial of Numbers chapter 5, verses 1 through 31 today, and she read from the easy-to-read version, the King James Version. So thank you, Sister Sadeja, for sharing, and we received that prayer release in Jesus' name. And one of your keys that you shared is God eliminates sin in the camp. And again, he is separating the people. He is separating the sin. He is protecting. Separation can also be protection. So thank you for uh, pointing that out. We know that if something is bad or something is wrong, we eliminate it. We remove it from whatever group that is good. We don't let good and bad things, um, you know, stay together. We separate them so that we can uh, make a distinction and also to protect other things that's around it. So thank you for that key. And welcome everyone. This is the Breakfast Bible Club. Uh, this concludes the call. Is there anyone else? Brother Eric, uh, 
I hear you. We can hear you a little. We, I see that you released a prayer, so we receive it, and we thank you for releasing that prayer. And I'm calling into the Breakfast Bible Club um, and being a part of it. So God bless you. Thank you for that prayer release. We can hear most of it, but a little bit foggy. We understand you're in transition right now. You're you're traveling. So God bless you. Thank you for joining in with us today. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. God bless everybody. Yes, um, and for tomorrow, I'm going to give our verses for Friday. We're going to do Numbers chapter 6, verses 1 through 27. So we're going to close out of chapter 6. And God bless everyone. I believe there's everyone that wanted to share. Yeah. Yes, God bless everyone. Again, Numbers chapter 6 tomorrow, 1 through 27, the entire chapter. If you can, try and read it ahead of time because we are increasing uh, a few verses at a time. So God bless everybody. And uh, thank you to everyone that's uh, stayed on the line. Thank you to everyone that's been consistent and held on and to the very end. God bless you. Uh, we're grateful to have each and every one of you here on the line today. Also, I would like to say for anyone that is, is your born date to date, uh, today I'm going to release a blessing over you, uh, and I want to speak a blessing over you. Psalms 118, verse 24. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Proverbs 9 and 11. For by me thy days shall be multiplied, and thy years increase. So it is by God that our days is multiplied and he gives us another year so we can give god the glory for that and our last verse psalms psalms 90 verse 12 so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom so here we see that god wants us to count the days that we are alive and number them so we can apply our hearts to wisdom so give god the glory today for another year of life and psalms 139 verse 14 says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God bless everyone. Also, don't forget to join us today. Today is Thursday. We're having our noonday teaching at 12 noon. Join us. Join us today. Um, we're going to have a good topic today. So join us so that we can, uh, we can uh, welcome, we welcome you all to be a part of our call. And we have it every Wednesday and Thursday from 12 noon. And it, uh, it lasts about anywhere from 45 minutes or less. So all is welcome. And call in 425-666-4796. That is the number to call in for our, um, our power prayer call as well and for our noonday teaching. And our hour of power prayer call is on Saturday. We acknowledge the Sabbath day. And that is also from 12 noon to 1 p.m. Also, good morning, everyone. Um, everyone that says good morning, blessings to you. Good morning. Thank you for listening in to the Breakfast Bible Club. And I would like to read a prayer from Sister Melanie. She sent in a prayer, and her prayer is, good morning, everyone. Um, Father, I thank you for opening my eyes to see you my ears to hear your call and lead me in the path of righteousness for your name's sake in jesus name amen so be it yes thank you sister melanie for that prayer and also uh this concludes our all of our announcements also our website is www.diamondsofpromisellc.org check us out today and look us up and i'm going to pray us out 
Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for everyone here, Lord God. I thank you for everyone that called into the Breakfast Bible Club. Lord, I thank you for everyone that hear, that's hearing the word as well, Lord, that you will release your blessing over the word in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for everything that you're doing through this line. Increase our understanding. Father, give us more uh, wisdom and knowledge of who you are. And Lord, speak to our hearts through your holy word. Lord, as we're on our journey from Genesis to Revelations, we give you the glory today, O oh God. And Father, I thank you. Draw those here to the line that hunger and thirst for more of you. And Lord, I pray that you will continue to want to bless this wonderful day. Lord, bless our spirits. Cover our spirits in the blood of Jesus today. Protect us with any heaviness. Break every spirit of tradition, religion, fear, anger. Leave this line. Suicidal spirits, leave this line. Depression, anxiety, leave this line. I speak life over each and every one of us and abundance over us. Father, touch us. Heal our spirit today. Father, cancel any plan of suicide that anyone has today. I speak life in the name of Jesus. Father, I speak that you will break every demonic every demonic voice that ministers to our hearing. Anything that's not of you, cancel out this assignment. And Lord, let us all know that we are wonderfully and, and beautifully and fearfully made and that you have a call for each and every one of us and a plan for each and every one of us. No one is here by mistake. No one is here by accident. We are all here for a reason, God. So, Lord, wrap your arms around us. Love on us. Let us feel your love today. Lord, let us feel your joy today. Anyone that is feeling sorrow, heal their heart. Protect us from evil and harm. Release angels to bless us, to guide us. Heal anyone from any trauma. Those calling in from 211, Diamonds of Promise. Those calling in that are overcoming FGM, human trafficking, prostitution, those that have suffered miscarriages, release healing over them, God, and mercy. Those that have went through abortions, Father, release healing. Those that are coming out of prisons, Father, heal them. Give them what they need, housing and jobs, God. Those that are coming out of incest, Father, release deliverance over those that are dealing with coming out of alcohol and drug addictions. Father, heal us. Heal us wherever we are. Whatever is broken, fix it. Whatever is uh, was dry in our lives, water it, oh God. Father, remove the negative images from the portals of our minds today. Lord, I pray that you will break every word curse spoken over anyone here over this line. And Father, release victory today. We are the head and not the tail, above and never beneath. We are blessed going in and blessed going out. Father, release your blessings. Release it over us today. And by your stripes, we are healed. Jesus, heal our bodies. We thank you in advance for driving out all sickness, disease, pain, infections. Leave this line now in the name of Jesus. We speak healing, wholeness over our emotions. Give us a healthy balance of our emotions. Give us a balance, God. Touch our minds. Heal our minds of any mental issues, oh God. Touch us, heal us, anything that is hidden, things that we know and don't know. Lord, I just thank you and help us to uh, forgive each other, anyone that we are holding any unforgiveness against. Or oh Lord, forgive us as well. And Father, stretch out in us, bless us, touch us. We come in agreement with your word today for healing. We stand on the report of the Lord for healing. Dry up every cancer cell. We remember Sister Linda 
anyone that has gotten a negative doctor report, Father, heal their bodies, touch their bodies today. We are coming in agreement for change, for transformation in our body, in our health today, in our homes, in our children, our grandchildren, great-grands. Father, release your healing. Bless our transportation in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for increase. Lord, bless it, O oh God. Release safety angels over us wherever we go. Joshua 1 and 9. Father, bless us to make it to point A and point B safely. Lord, bind and cancel every assignment of accidents and incidents from the enemy. No matter what form of transportation we take, bus, train, plane, boat, car, lift, Uber, our car, friend's car, carpool, skates, whatever it is, oh God, bicycle. Bless, O oh God, and I speak safety over us, and safety angels be over us in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for an attitude of gratitude today. Bless us to continue to be grateful, and Lord, bind up anything that is not the right attitude today in us. Father, cancel that assignment of divorce over your godly marriages. Fill your marriages with love, healing, and understanding, peace, and togetherness, and Jesus be the center of those unions, oh God. Father, bind up infidelity and cheating, cheating spouses, oh God. Let them be honest and drink the water from their own cisterns, Lord God. Show them how to love each other the way you intended it to be. And Lord, I pray that you will bless those that are single and are asking for a spouse, praying for a spouse with someone equally yoked. Lord, strengthen them and heal them. And remember those that are single and satisfied. Keep them from falling. Keep them from sexual sins. Lead and guide them, Lord. Order their steps. Let everyone put their hands to something to do for you to bring you glory. And Lord, we thank you for it in advance. We thank you, Lord, for saving the lost in our communities, in our cities, in our countries. We thank you, Lord God. We lift up United States of America, Jamaica, good morning, Puerto Rico, um, Spain, good morning, Africa, Japan, those that are calling in from Saudi Arabia. Lord, we just lift up every country today. We ask for a revival. Release your revival. Breakthrough in our cities, God. Release healing in all those and going through fires and their uh, natural disasters in Hawaii, Lord God. Remember, we lift up our brothers and sisters. We cry mercy, God for the earth, for the land, for the people. And Lord, we thank you for blessing and hearing. Lord, bless our finances. Lord, we ask that you will bless our finances. Bind up the spirit of poverty. Lord, release increase. Meet every need. All of our bills are paid. I decree and declare our rent is paid. Our mortgage is paid. I speak life into our finances. We have more than enough. Enough food. Our refrigerator is overflowing. Our cabinets are overflowing. We have enough to even bless others and all our repairs are made in our homes our homes are safe and we thank you lord in advance father remember remember each and every person here and bless our essential workers oh god increase our discernment lord god your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path and lord if anyone is hurting here meet their need and fill those hurting places and heal them oh god and if anyone is going through lack lord i pray for breakthrough and lord i thank you yes. in advance for it is so so be it in jesus name i speak abundance and love over every one of you god God bless you. In Jesus' name, I pray. It is so. Blessings. Blessings. Love you all. God bless you all. Blessings. Love you all. Love you all. Love you all.
damn it. First take. Come on. Take that first take from me. I've just uncovered a mind-blowing secret the government has been hiding since January. If Drew didn't film it, then it ain't filmed right. It's just all working. The dress, everything. It's so fall. So in season. And Dan. Daniel was trying to Do you have a great... Why? You have a great head of hair. 